Welcome to RPG Cast 590 for the week of June 26, 2021. I am your host, Anime Privateer. I am here with the gang, the regulars. We're all regulars here. Hi, Chris Privateer. Yep. My arm has been on fire for a week and a half, and I'm tired of it. So, Chris did something. I pinched a nerve. And he is not used to being damaged. None of us are used to being. Okay. That's a complicated statement. I mean, we're all damaged in our own ways. Exactly. <laughs> he turned to me midway through the week and he's like, this is how you feel every day, isn't it? And I said, yeah, probably. He's like, how do you live like this? <laughs> Just the most depressed tone I've ever heard coming out of him. So accurate. Be kind to Chris this week. No, he is don't pain. be kind of Chris. I don't deserve it. <laughs> yep. Yep, Chris, we're on the wrong side of 40. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> oh, I've got one more good year, and I, I still feel like I'm already, I, I need a hip replacement. I've got three weeks, and then I will also be on the wrong side of 40. Oh, I messed up my cross-stitch again. So if you are watching us oh, live no. at twitch.tv. You, too, can watch me mess up cross-stitches. Well, she does it all the time. Don't worry, Kelly. Yeah. This is pretty normal. <laughs> Although this time, I don't know what I did. Hello, Kelly Ryan. Um, f fighting scalpers one retweet at a time. Yeah, you went viral this week. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that when we get to that news story, because that right. was uh, something I didn't expect at all. <laughs> but, um, Chris, I feel your pain. I think I'm starting to develop arthritis in my hip, because mm. I've, I've had a bad hip all my life. Well, a good chunk of my life anyway and now it's like intense pain like i just ran a marathon yeah do not want <laughs> so i i should i don't know if we should both go to the doctor or just chris has been eat. to the doctor ah uh, chris yeah. went to the doctor like six times this week no between. i went to i went to the th physical therapist and then the chiropractor and then the um orthopedist Though that was for my butt, um, different pain, and he didn't care at all about my pinched nerve, even though I tried to get him involved too. Everyone else cared about both pains; he only cared about what the appointment was for. Rude. And then I went back to the chiropractor yesterday, and I'll be going back late. Cause the chiropractors are more about—I mean, chiropractic. I'm trying to be sensitive. It's kind of a borderline scam, borderline helpful, depending on who you go to and how they apply it. But um, either way, it's set up to uh, to get you do a lot of repeat visits so they can bill your insurance a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd I'd say you're wrong, but I just remembered that my old boss was a chiropractor who yeah. was kind of the con artist. So, yeah, so well, like, I you can get, well, no, I don't want to say that. Yeah, I don't want to say that. That's why I'm trying Sorry. to be sensitive because <sighs> there are good ones and bad ones. Like and... the first chiropractor <laughs> that we saw when one of my physical therapists suggested that I try out chiropractic, sat us down for this 30-minute presentation about oh. how he saved his mother from a heart attack from chiropractic. Yeah, he adjusted yeah. her neck and fixed her heart. I mean, okay. If I, if we'll just, I'm not naming names, but 
so this this guy uh, would let, like sign his business over to his wife, so that he could get a tax credit for being a woman-owned small business, mm-hmm. and that was the kind of shit he would do to try to get like any sort of yeah. benefit he could. Yeah. And was always chasing windmills like that instead of, you know, focusing on what we did best. And there's a reason why that company isn't around anymore. Yeah, <laughs> sure sounds like So it. my opinion on chiropractor is the more boring your chiropractor is, the less gadgets they use. And just the, yeah. the more they feel like a physical therapist, probably the better they are and more useful they are to you. <laughs> yeah, because I, I saw a chiropractor that was my sister's boyfriend for the longest time. And then when they broke up, that got awkward. Oh yeah, but awkward. Uh, he was more of a physical therapist and said that yeah, after a while, your body kind of gets used to being in these awkward positions, and when you go after a while and it starts realigning itself, you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the physical therapy that I do is called strain counter strain, and it's based off of that idea: is that you are resetting your muscles back to the correct position yeah. instead of the incorrect painful position. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah, the the whole alignment thing is actually managed by your muscles and ligaments. So yeah, it's nice. They can turn your, your, your vertebrae back, but really you need to train your muscles and, and your posture and all that other stuff that the PTs do. Basically everyone should get free physical therapy consults forever is my opinion because humans are bad at managing our muscles and stuff. And I, the interesting thing is, is I think our insurance is starting to get on board with that, that idea because our insurance used to cap out your physical, our physical therapy well, visits at a We have good year. insurance though. Yes, so we have ridiculously good insurance. Most people don't get that. No, but I, I, I feel like this is going to just become a thing that more insurance carriers are going to opt into because preventative care is less expensive than reparative care. Okay, this is the old gamer podcast that you're listening to right here on <laughs> RP Gamer Network. Gee, it's almost like the American medical system is so bad that a game had to change its localization in order to have it make sense to foreigners that don't understand how bad the American medical system is. Uh, so this came what? up on Twitter this week where there was a localization company that was talking talking about localizing an American game into Europe and how you even, even though they're both English games, you have to change some things. So there was a joke about how much, how expensive a visit that the doctor was going to be in the U S version that they completely changed in Spanish. Yeah. Cause it doesn't make sense over there. No. Yeah. Yeah. And people lost their ever loving minds. They lost their minds. Yes. About what? I can't believe they changed that. It's true. But it's not true. <laughs> but if it doesn't make sense to the nation, then it's not going to make sense. <laughs> and it's funny. Don't, it's, but it's we need them to there. understand how bad it is here so that they can put pressure on our government to fix it. No, it was. No? it's oh. true every. It's I true tried. here, therefore it's true everywhere. No, it can't be true there. Gee, people be bitching about localizations. That's going to be a theme later. Oh boy! Oh boy! We're gonna I'm we're gonna hit the third I, rail again, aren't we? I am just setting up all of these dominoes for the is show. The third today. rail, I can't the wait. internet is the third rail. The fans is the third rail. Twitter. I'm confused. The third rail is the people that think they are right for all the wrong reasons. And, and interacting yep. with them electrocutes you and kills you. God, basically. Okay. It zaps you of all will to live. Kind of like my arm did this week. 
So, Chris, your arm was hurting this week, but you still did manage to get a little bit of game. Yeah, I played about two hours of Elder Scrolls Online. And And you were like, every time time you were like, ah, I can't play this because it hurts. It hurts, yeah. (laughs) There's um, specifically to run in that game, you hold down the shift key and holding that down with one of my, I'm doing it right now, it already hurts. Holding that down with one of my fingers just sends a shooting pain up my arm, so I can't do that. And but I also can't just walk. <laughs> I get tired of just walking, and then I get uh, anyway. Um, and then the other thing I played is with you know I've got that cool setup on my bed where I've got a nightstand with one of those cool arms that can hold your switch over your bed, um, and it, it's like a microphone arm, so you can like um, adjust it. A tablet stand arm you've probably seen on Amazon. So I've got that, so I can hang the switch over my head while I'm laying down flat on my back. Use the switch remote, the uh, switch controllers, which of course are split into two pieces, so Joy my cuts. arms can just lay neutral down my sides, and then I can play Mario and Rabbids, and that's what I've been doing this week. He's Are been playing been it a lot. Playing it, I'm still playing it. I I've come around 360 on it. <laughs> yeah, so I helped him. <laughs> it's weird, <laughs> but Anna, hold on. Let me. You don't know where I'm going. I don't think. Okay. I at first I'm like, oh, why is it so long and boring? And then I started getting into it. I'm like, okay, I'm doing good now. All right, I I stopped rushing or finishing maps to completion, and I'm making progress, and I'm getting better weapons. Now I feel like I could go back and clean up some earlier maps real easy, and earn some extra coins and uh, upgrade points. Um, and I tried to do that, and I realized, no wait, getting higher ranks don't get you extra upgrade points. They only get you extra coins, and they're many other ways to get coins so that was kind of not worth it but it was cool to like go and comp stop some some older maps and then i said okay i'll do some challenges and i realized oh no the challenges are still really hard and some of them it doesn't matter how overpowered you are you have to like line up some attacks right and have enemies hit you across the map and not do too much damage to you to kill you before you land on a space where they want you to land so you have to like get get to this space across the map in one turn and basically you have to ping pong from enemies that counterattack you. It, it's weird and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do that. And then I went back to playing the main game. And, and then last night I was like, man, this is really slow. Why does this stuff take so long? And I realized, Oh no, I've gone 360 degrees on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have to go back to not trying to complete maps. Perfect again. And, and, and all that. Cause like after, Oh, right. After I did my little my cleanup of older maps, I'm like, okay, going forward, I think I might try and just restart maps when people die and see if I can play this like a Fire Emblem and, and go go full on. And I realized, no, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm not good enough. I got to so, say, why would you do that? There's no permadeath. There isn't permadeath, but it ranks you lower. And actually what I was having trouble with, Kelly, was straight up losing the maps. Okay. So I noticed, like, once someone died, it almost always meant I was going to lose. Yeah, you only got, like, four people three. on your team. So. Three. Oh, darn. Yeah. Three? Oh, it's only and three. Man. So if one goes down, gone. you've lost a third of your DPS. And at least one <laughs> of them has to be a human or a rabbit. So yeah. you can't have all rabbit teams. You can't have all human teams. Yeah. But I did get Shotgun Peach, finally. So I didn't understand what you were talking about last week. Or whoever that was, I think it was Scar. And was like this week, I'm like, oh my gosh, Shotgun Peach. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get off she the podcast. Floats, she floats into the into the into the battle and takes out a shotgun, and it's like, what the hell, Peach? <laughs> Where have you been packing that heat? <laughs> Princess with a shotgun. 
Well, there's the podcast title. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have several. Oh, that's true. This week is going to be all about the riffs. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Josh, what have you been playing? Because I'm going to riff off of you. Oh, well, I haven't been playing that. I've been so busy the last couple of weeks with, like, boring, you know, work stuff. I had not had too much time for playing games. I've been making my way through Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake, and I've gotten to the kind of like the... The, uh, the 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 very last point where, you know, the point of no return. There we go. That's the turn of phrase I was looking for. So, yeah, it's very clearly, it's like, okay, if you... You want to go and finish up stuff like you better do that now because you're not going to be able to come back after this. So I'm up to that point in like chapter 14 into chapter 14. So I went and done all the side quests. So 14 is kind of where it the, the game is like um, mostly extremely linear. And then you have these points where it just kind of like opens up a little bit and lets you go and do side quests and kind of poke around your, you know, like however you want to. So so. The chapter 14 is kind of the last one of those points where it's like, okay, here's you a bunch of side quests you can kind of go and do and you can poke around. It's finally the point in the game where it gives you like a, a fast travel, which I, I guess you don't really need the rest of the game since it's so linear. But yeah, 14, you get to go around, do a bunch of little side quests and, you know, like go to towards the end. So like it, it has been, I've still really been enjoying it. Like the, the further I get into it, the more I actually really like the combat um I, I really like the way they've kind of like um i mean we it was extremely controversial when they ditched the uh ditched the turn-based combat turn-based atb but the way they've come up with creating like an action combat system that's still kind of strategic and thoughtful is kind of interesting it's not it's not the normal sort of action rpg that i usually kind of gravitate towards which tends to be i tend to gravitate towards the like much more fast paced kind of slash at stuff and have have it, <laughs> have it die rather than like a little bit slower more thoughtful and deliberate sort of uh action rpg are, are you playing on normal i've been bouncing back and forth between normal and casual just okay. depending on depending on whether i you know uh, like what, which whichever way I feel. Because <laughs> ca casual, you can kind of get away with you know press the X button until it dies. Um, normal, you really you got to think about your actions more. You know, worrying about parrying or switching stances or whatever. Mm. And then hard. And hard mode is like full on Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're playing on normal, you really do need to be paying attention to enemy weaknesses and so that you can stagger them so that then you can do actually large amounts of damage to them and, you know, like managing your active active time battle um, meter so that you're doing your... And basically bouncing around between the characters becomes much more important there, too. Like on, on easy, yeah, you can just kind of like play as Cloud and bash away straightforwardly but if you're playing on normal you're you're going to need to be bouncing between the characters because the ai is uh not super as as is pretty normal for a party-based <laughs> action rpg like the ai is not super great on the other characters so you really do need to be like swapping between them and actually kind of like doing some of their um, some of their special moves so that you're actually maximizing the amount of damage you can do to enemies that being said the AI has definitely improved from the demo that I played one year at PAX. 
Because, yeah. like, Barrett was stupid in the demo that I played. He would <laughs> not focus on ranged enemies. And now he does. Yeah. And and they try, and they're trying to give you hints if you actually are paying attention to the dialogue. Like, they'll, like, if you're fighting a big boss and it has a certain area that's a weakness, like, one of the other characters will be yelling like, oh, hey, we should probably attack his tail. That, yes, that looks yeah. like a weak and point. Can I say how much I love that? Because I'm I'm in I'm in like chapter five, six, seven that all kind of blend together as you're going under one of the plates and turning off all the lights. Yeah. And like I get lost very easily. I struggle with spatial awareness. And so like Tifa going, hmm, I think we might have been this way before. Legitimately helpful. That mm. is awesome, and it's mm. a great way to keep it in character too. It's yeah. a great way to keep it in character and not have you bury so so much in menus, like have like for example, having to cast scan on something to find a weak point. Oh, I love character menu stuff. Just, I assess it yeah. constantly. Yeah, a character that just says that just says something like, "Hey, we should probably try this," just feels more natural. And don't get me wrong, I like doing scan. It's not that big of a deal, but I love that emergent gameplay. Yes. That happens from character banter. Yes. So I am I, loving the Final Fantasy VII remake. I have been streaming it every morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 a.m. East. No, 10 a.m. Eastern. I was highly amused at Josh PMing me on Discord that this week that was like, wait, I have to fight a house? Yeah. Of course. Like, <laughs> it's the heck house. Yes. yes. <laughs> that, that is... If they didn't put the house in, Josh, people would have been upset. <laughs> well, people were upset because, you know, they changed it's, it. it's a, you know, it's a square game. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> they would have another thing to be upset about. Yeah, I just got to that. And I'm like, Kelly, I'm finding a house. Is this <laughs> is this right? She's like, yeah, yeah. OK, it's accurate. I, I love <laughs> historically that accurate. Fight put that fight in the arena just to make it even more crazy because that was a random enemy in the original game. <laughs> I think you fought it in like Yeah, that's one pretty the... random. I I, I yeah. have to agree. That's that's extremely random. <laughs> yeah, I think you fought it in like the play like either the playground or like one of the areas outside of Wall Market or something mm. like that. Yeah, the only time you ever face those hell houses is like with it's Cloud and Aerith in the party and that's it. Yeah. In the original. Yeah, so so if if Cloud gets eaten by the Hell House and you're just Aerith, then uh, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part is fantastic in the Coliseum. It just like, oh yeah, you're 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 up for the last big fight, and then just it's a house. You're like, what on earth? <laughs> <laughs> that fight, it, that fight is so insane on hard mode. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. All right. So I have also been streaming Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise because, um, I mean, I think a lot of people who've watched our streams from the beginning have seen me play a fair bit of Free Enterprise um, because when I practice for tournaments, I do so on the RP Gamer channel. But it was actually about this time last year that I was doing a whole bunch of Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise streaming because I was getting ready for a tournament. And then I found out I was having surgery on my arm and had to drop out of the tournament. So it's been a year since I played Free Enterprise, but I somehow got roped into teaching all of the other streamers how to play Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise. And so now I have to remember how to play Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise. 
So I have been de-rusting this week. And it's been fun. I have been having a lot of fun playing it again. Was it um, like riding a bike you'd never forget? Um, there are some things... Here, Here's kind of my dilemma is there are some things that have just become muscle memory. Like, how do you get down to Yang with when you need to smack him with the pan? I don't know how to explain it because I just do it now. I don't think about the path that I'm taking. It's when I read chat and start talking to people because I'm just so used to doing it that I have no thoughts about where I need to go. I just do it. So, uh, that... I... <laughs> go ahead. Oh no, that it's just like free enterprise just makes such a great game for watching on streaming because it's <laughs> you know, like it's entertaining to watch but you don't have to worry about like any sort of story or anything else yeah. being, you know, like going along. Yeah. Have you been watching it, Josh? Oh, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, we we got up really high on that one weekend. I think we got up to 38 people at one point, so that was fun. For a small streamer, that's exciting. Yeah. So I we will be doing more Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise on twitch.tv slash RPGamer. So you should come follow us and and watch me try to train Scar how to be a master Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise runner. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's gonna be fun. Um and then I I saw Dark Deity at PAX this year. And I was like, ooh, that looks really good, and I should totally play it, but I should wait for the Switch. And then I was weak and decided I could not wait for the Switch. So I'm playing Dark Deity on PC. It is a tactical RPG designed kind of like a Fire Emblem game. Um, but here's sort of the interesting Kinda. Twist. It's it's Fire Emblem. It's freaking Fire Emblem with the, uh, a little different interface, but oh my gosh. Um, I love all of the little polish pieces that have been put into this game. So when you, for example, uh, on the UI, on the far left side and the far right side are the enemy's health and your health. And the attacking person's always on the left, so you're not always on the same side. When you defeat an enemy, their health bar which is actually like a stoppered vial is destroyed in the way that you defeated the enemy so if you shoot them with a bow and they get KO'd there's a little ting and the thing cracks in the middle and kind of like shatters into pieces if you hit them with a hammer the um vial goes crunch 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 and like um basically shatters into pieces from the middle downward. Um, if you electrocute them, it gets zapped. If you shoot them with um, dark magic, it like turns black and then like fades out. Um, so it's got all these like cool little touches like that. And instead of permadeath, um, what the game has is an injury system. So depending on how you are killed, what type of weapon you are killed with, a stat will be reduced. So, for example, if you're set on fire, your stamina or your, uh, I can't remember if it's stamina or vitality might be reduced, your hit points might be reduced. Something to do with your physicality will be reduced. If you are killed with an arrow, you lose a stat like strength. How how do we properly say killed by an arrow? 
Arrow. 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 There you go. Sorry, it took me a minute. Yeah, I was like, wait, to the knee? No, that wouldn't nope. kill you. Oh, yeah, that's right. where I was Star-o. at, too. Arrowed. So if you get Thank arrowed, you. Um, you'll you'll lose, like, strength. If you get zapped by magic, there's a whole bunch of different things you can lose. It's just, it's cool. Um, because it definitely makes you not only think about which characters you put out there and, like, how aggressive you want to be with them, but also, like, I don't really care if my mage loses speed because who cares yeah yeah (laughs) i don't care if my mage gets arrowed because (laughs) whatever that's not a stat i care about but i do care if they lose intellect Mm -hmm. i care if they lose magic attack and magic defense and so so how do you you use intellect Uh, a blunt force trauma to the head yeah uh the last time that i think i lost intellect was someone (laughs) smacked me with a hammer okay (laughs) that checks so yeah, no, and like it it makes a ton of sense what stat you're going to lose based on what weapon that you're struck with. So it's fantastic. Um I don't I'm not even mad when I die because I love um there's little blurbies that happen when someone is is killed and like inflicted with an injury and they're all really funny. <laughs> also the voice acting in this game is so good. They have voice acting? There is voice acting in the game. I didn't realize that. It was like, it's a 2D Fire Emblem. How can it have voice acting? So the story stuff isn't voiced. Like, the dialogue isn't voiced. But there's all the... mm, Combat quips? Aha! Oh, okay. Sorry. And stuff like that. Um, But yes, also, there's a lot of combat quips. Also, um, growth is random within a certain sort of structure. Everyone's favorite. The RNG. Um, Reload to get a better level up. Well, no, because you can't save during combat. Uh, well, you can't. No in some of the earlier coming. Fire Emblems, people would, people would redo whole maps yeah, to, get whole better, map uh, you know, oh. to get better level ups. Yeah, that's, oh. how, that's how you did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then they gave us the crazy. turn rewinds. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, that's, it's like, that saves so much time, but it also trivializes the games. Is there no rewind in this? Nope. Yeah. I'm missing the rewind in Rabbids versus Mario too. No, that's uh, what I realize I really miss. Like I just want mm, that turn back. You're just no bo- rewind, no boiled by mid, that mid combat mm-hmm. save, which means for the maps that are longer, and some of them do get pretty long. Like I think um, there was one that I played that I had to like um, run up a river, and rivers are considered difficult terrain, so you move fairly slowly on them. You have mm-hmm. a reduced uh, radius. Yeah, and so like. I think that map took me almost an hour and a half. Mm. And like and you can't save it all in the middle. And you can't save it all. Well, not even. Ugh. So like, I was just. I I hope nothing interrupts me from doing this because I can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> not even a suspend. Not even a suspend. Well, it's PC. It's PC. Okay, that that's not very good. No, and mm. like I I I. I understand top level why they do that because they don't want people save scumming, but also I have a life. Yeah. Also, well, if it's PC, there's probably a way to cheat that. The suspend <laughs> and fire emblem, from what I recall, always deleted the save file when you yes. loaded it so yeah. that you yes. couldn't yeah. save scum. Right. So Correct. there's no reason not to have that. Right. That's a whole other. That's a good point, actually. But I think I'm PC. 
you could just copy paste the save files on the file system. And so, well, yeah, by, I mean, by not you know. having the feature, you can't abuse it. But like, also let people choose how they want to play your game. Exactly. Yeah, it's not multiplayer. <laughs> if want to save scum? Yeah. Let them if save they're going to try that hard, just let them. <laughs> let them eat cake. No, that's that's the opposite of that. Oh, yeah. Well, fine. <laughs> Um, and then because they didn't have cake, Anna. That was that's the problem. Oh, <laughs> and then oh, that's what that meant. Well, no, it's it's it, it. Yeah, they didn't understand that they didn't have food. That's how out of touch they were. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> I'm right. gonna go look that up now. I want to get that right. Let them eat cake. So I I I kind of stopped playing Dark Deity a little bit because we only have one Xbox controller at the moment, and so every time I wanted to play Free Enterprise, I was playing Free Enterprise on a different computer than the computer I was playing Dark Deity on. So I'd have to unplug the controller, move the dongle, replug the controller, move the dongle again. So I was getting a little frustrated with that. So I was like, "All right, I am gonna play something on Switch." Wait, what? You're needing to do what with controllers? I can solve controller problems. You just I, need to tell me. I had to keep moving it back and forth. We're getting more controllers. This will not be a problem. Okay. Very shortly. All right. We're we 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 designed our. We own... did the Xbox. Uh, yeah, the Xbox uh, Labs thing. Yes. We made controller colors. Yep. Ooh, would you color them? So mine is going to be um, purple and turquoise, and it says pause on it. Mine's blue and gray. Which sounds boring, but it looks nice, I think. Mine... Oh, wait, no. I didn't go with blue and gray. I, oh, that's right. I gave up on it set because we had a better idea. I made RPG RP Gamer colors. Oh, it's all cool. red and yellow and stuff and says RP Gamer on it. So. Oh, you got to send me that. <laughs> it's going to look, it's probably going to look terrible, like ketchup and mustard, but it's the best <laughs> I could do in the creator. And, uh. and I like that it's thematic. <laughs> That would be very cool to have an RP Gamer controller. Yeah. So gonna, we're we're gonna, gonna we designed it. We'll see how it looks. Maybe we'll send it to some people. Wait, what? <laughs> that's seventy bucks a pop. I was gonna say if you no, had it red and design. yellow, that's like Kansas City Chiefs colors. Yep, it's also Chiefs colors. Um, it's you know hot dogs and mustard. Um, all sorts. I of know good that things. The, that's what I associate that color scheme with, but that's because I live in Kansas. Yeah. Well, ours is like um, dark red and gold is the actual color scheme, but it's so hard to find the right colors. Doing gold right. is th the worst. We never should have chosen gold. <laughs> well, sorry. I will hop Go into my in time. convenient time ship. <sighs> when, Anna, can we commission a new Valana? She's looking Ye real low res right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm always down for more game and money. <laughs> more game and money wait what oh yeah oh from you oh you could do it okay yeah yeah you could do it <laughs> oh that's right i need to talk I... to you about making an overlay for scar <laughs> for free enterprise we'll, we'll have to we'll have we to need to talk chat later. i'm i'm looking for a specific style so i want to make sure that we're on the same page i know i'm i'm joking and We'll talk. We'll take this offline. Yeah. <laughs> I will not. I will not conduct creative business on the Cause, channel, cause and I apologize. If you do it right here, there's no way I can say no to you. So it's in your advantage. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Chris has been officially strong-armed. All right. Yeah, so I was like, I want a game to play on Switch because I don't always want to mess with controllers. And as much as I want to play Dark Deity, I can't play it with a with the mouse and keyboard. That's I can't play computer games with mouse and keyboard. Um, So I was like, all right, what am I going to play on my Switch? And I was looking through my stuff and looking through my stuff. And I was like, ha! I bought this game. It's called I, the Somnium Files. Like AI. when it was super mega on sale last year. Have and... you played the nonary games before? Oh yes, she's played all of them. 999 and VR and Virtue's Last Reward and They gave me the worst the last nightmare. What was the last one? Uh Zero Time Dilemma. Zero, zero Time, time dilemma. dilemma. You played all three, right? I Anna? played all three. I suffered through all three. You suffered I was about to say, three. I was one I couldn't remember. <laughs> remember if you had there yeah, you know those are definitely the over anna. the line for anna but she pushed through it anyway because they're such well-written visual novels they are yeah. so good like so the, they gave me terrible nightmares for weeks they gave and me nightmares they <laughs> and i i would wake up in the middle of the night during 999 and turn on all the lights and just check for people with knives in my house it was ridiculous <laughs> Oh, just <laughs> visions of bombs and axes and and body parts flying everywhere. Just, ugh. I was about to say, isn't the premise of Nine 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 basically a Saw movie? I sort haven't of. seen Saw, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's not because not, you don't nine have to nine cut nine your own. Is, yeah. Yeah, Nine 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 is like one of the very best DS games. Also use of the the ds in terms of like the two different screens as I, storytelling that's why I think any port of 999 loses something in oh yeah you know because of that the that reveal at the end that reveal at the <laughs> end which was just so fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. but the, yeah ai is the next game from the same uh creator writer for, of those games so uh, this, this but it's is, from 2019 so have they done anything since uh, I mean, he's still uh, associated with um, um, uh, Spike Chunsoft. Okay. So I, I think and, maybe working on something. He uh, isn't he him and the uh, creator of Danganronpa are doing something they, together. They made World End what. Syndrome, and then oh. they did that um, yeah. game that was both um, browser and wait. Um, so that one that just came later. out. They did that world, the one that just came out where you come out and it's, we think it's a dog and Ropa and then all of a sudden it's open world and you're running around and it's an action game. Yes. Yes. That one. Yeah. That it's no on one, Apple Arcade. None of us have played. Well, it's on Apple <laughs> no. Arcade, so I do plan on playing it. I just haven't played it yet. <laughs> the what that you surely should play because it probably takes some severe twists and belies your expectations. <laughs> betrays your expectations. Sorry. Never mind. None of us know, so nobody can say yes or no. No, don't drink my green tea. Drink her green tea. <laughs> oh, he left. He tried to come and sleep with his sister and then got bored. He's in a mood. So, so how is AI the Somnian Files It's you good, out? and I'm not even playing it. <laughs> I really liked it when I played it. I don't, I never heard of this. I'm like, <laughs> Anna's playing, I'm like, what is this? And then the more yeah, she, she's playing, I'm like, this is interesting. I feel like it's good. She's like, yeah, this is made from the, the 999 guy. I'm like, no wonder I like it. <laughs> <laughs> then I go to the website. I'm like, oh, this is a creator of 999. Oh, they have a YouTube channel with weird, crazy promotional videos that don't make any sense. Yes, this is what I want. <laughs> 
so I I have gotten like super duper duper into the game. And so I have gone completely down one of the branches. And by the way, I just, I couldn't figure out what it was. Two of them. Yeah. So I've gone completely down one of the branches and got both of the good endings and a couple of the bad endings. Yeah. Um, I have learned things about that center. (laughs) Oh yeah. That guy does stuff. And like, Ah, uh, how do I explain this? There are Don't. things you that let I know. <laughs> there are things that I know from having gone down both of those branches that like Date doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like in one of the branches, he says person A is clearly the Cyclops killer. If only you had a sender and a receiver to help coordinate things. Oh wait, wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing is, is I know from having gone down the other half of that story branch that that person can't be the Cyclops <laughs> killer. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. How do how I this be resolved? How do I resolve this? <laughs> I, I think you keep playing is what you do. Yes, that seems to be the impression. But now I know. You know, but the relationship. We'll see if they ever give you an opportunity to, to exploit take advantage that knowledge. Of that. Yeah, <laughs> but also, wow, her parents are real pieces oh, of people, trash. Let people experience that. Anna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying they deserve to be dead, but they kind of deserve. To be hey, dead. hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Spoilers. There's a lot of parents in that game. People don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just lay lay off it, all right? (sighs) So, wow, that game. I'm like 12 hours in, and I love the, the like, structure that they did with the the nonary games where I can jump into previous points in the timeline and do... So the big sort of... They give um, you a flow chart so you can go back to your choices and yes. and go easily get to other things. Unlike nine nine nine, where you had to start from the beginning, hold down the advanced text at lightning speed button, and basically choose every previous choice to get down to the, the one you didn't go down. So by the time I got to nine nine nine, there was a flow chart. In. Oh right, you played it on the Vita, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I played it without the flow chart. Oh, yeah, I played it the original proper way, the proper way. I earned it. He was so <laughs> mad because the puzzle that he thought I was going to have to um, struggle through <sighs> is completely redone in the Vita version because so there isn't a second that. screen. It's like mm. just mm. he was <laughs> he was legitimately angry about it. They took an experience away from you. <laughs> I'm kind of OK with that. But if it's not hard, it doesn't count? I don't know. It's, I, I mean, you know, I will say in the context of a puzzle, Kelly, that's kind of true, isn't it? I guess. Maybe? I guess it depends how it's hard. He got hard? Hey, oh, sorry. A we'll different talk about meme that this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for JRPG July, I'm going to have to, like, fly through Dark DNA and I, the Somnium Files, because I'm signed up for the Final Fantasy 7 remake and Legend of Mana. So that's what I Isn't that out now? Yes, came out yesterday. Do you have it? No. Ooh. For reasons that we will talk about in the feedback. 
I have mm. been hovering over that buy button. Yep, me too. And, uh, I'm tempted, but there's so much other stuff coming out. Well, and I really want to play it because Legend of Mana was honestly one of my favorite PlayStation games. It's so weird. It's so delightfully weird. And the bad translation, which I'm sure they redid for this. I believe they said they were retranslating it. Was part of the was part of the terrible charm, and so I don't know how I'm going to feel if Little Cactus doesn't say random stuff like he got hard. <laughs> Little Cactus, by the way, is the best part of the Legend of Mana game. So the best at, part of the Legend of Mana game is the artwork. That's it. Nope. Oh wait, it's Little music. Cactus. No, it's the music because right, it's, the music. it's a he, Kingdom Hearts. Movie. If you go and talk to Little Cactus at the end of each chapter. He summarizes everything that happened in a no. single sentence. <laughs> Did you know that there's a little cactus plush for on sale for pre-order right what? now in the uh, Disqueenix store? The story makes no sense. The gameplay is unsatisfying. And on the whole, the experience is just another disappointing reminder that there's no new secret of manas ever. Hey, hey, um, I, I've got a hot take. Yeah. Secret of Mana was never good. Oh, I'm out of here. No, what I'm. About, what I'm about Kelly. All right. What about uh, Trials of Mana? Trials. Can you be okay with that. All right. Tri that's trials fine. is okay, good but enough. most Americans didn't get that. I'll settle for it. <laughs> the remake is so again good. my favorite part of Secret of Mana is the music. So. That's what kills me when people whine about Secret of Mana sequels sucking. It's like... Listen, Kelly, at the time, we thought it was awesome. And now we, we go back to it and realize, oh, hmm, this could use some refinement. No wonder there hasn't I mean, been another one of these. I mean, look, I'm a Disgaea fan. I'm no stranger to this. I'm but, just saying well, I'm just that... saying, put Secret of Mana next to the one on the Wii. What was that called? Physics of Mana? Um Punta, Punta You're Chocobo? thinking Dawn of Mana. Dawn of Mana. Dawn yeah. Of Mana. Yeah, yeah, and that, that one did suck. garbage. So bad. Which is funny because yeah. people are like, well, now that Legend oh, of Mana is out, that Excuse means me. the Dawn of Mana remake is coming next, right? I mean, if they fix the physics engine and actually made it so that your progress doesn't reset every chapter, then it could be an amazing game. Oh, but resetting progress it... is, is, is popular mechanics now. That's roguelikes. Yeah, I can't think of a single game where resetting my progress was actually fun. Jade Cocoon. What was the what I was never the what that. was the roguelike okay. on the PlayStation? Um, Jade Cocoon. No, the other one. Azure Dreams. Azure Dreams. Yeah. People your like that, Your progress right? was actually saved with your monster in that. Oh, so right. If if I, I say that if, if the progress isn't mitigated by something else that you can you know, do. Mhm. Mm like um, Rogue Legacy. I love Rogue Legacy, but you you upgraded the keep, so that was your progress. That's fine. You know what bugs and, me, Kelly? Oh, say what? I'm sitting here watching a video of Donna Mana right now, and it looks so damn pretty. It looks pretty, but the gameplay and was terrible. I know, it and it's terrible. And I just got through telling you that, and it's like even I'm being sucked back in. Like, oh, maybe I should get no, no, Chris, don't, do not. If you want a pretty game with with the similar sort of gameplay, go downstairs and play Azure Dreams. No, I don't like Azure Dreams. And, Have you played nope. it? Yes. Okay. I got I play, it, I five, I, I one hour ruled it. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. It's it's just I didn't Okay, I played it back when I had no taste for roguelikes 
I'm like, oh, this is an interesting concept. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not doing this. Too repetitive. <laughs> you know what's fun? Trials of Mana. Trails of Ma- Trials of Mana? Yeah. The remake. One... The remake, you mean? Yeah, the yeah the one that just came out recently. Yeah, that yeah. one kind of is... It's over a year it, old. Kelly, they both came out recently, the remake and they, the re-release. In, in my head, in yeah. my head. But tri- Trials of Mana, when I played it, felt like, okay, this this feels like what they were trying to go with, with Dawn of Mana, but then decided that uh, like using the Havoc engine to throw stuff into stuff was a good idea. Physics are the way. Because that was the whole crux of... Uh, Dawn of Mana was that the only way you could kill things was to, or no, the only way you could level up was to throw things into things and then kill them when they were fleeing. And it was terrible because the physics were just awful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm just saying, don't, the, the crux of this is that Dawn of Mana sucked. All right. Play Trials. It was actually a good game. Did you play games that didn't suck this week, Kelly? Oh, yeah, I played a, a bunch of them. So I finished Bravely Second, or no, Bravely Default 2. And <laughs> That's always going to mess this up. I know. <laughs> I know. That, that naming is so stupid. So I finished Bravely Default 2. And Isn't like that final on... ending so much more satisfying? Yeah, yeah, they fake you out a couple of times, and that second fake out was like, what the hell? This came out of nowhere. Yep. And uh, everything's going along swimmingly and then bam right in the fields yeah and in- interesting use of uh fourth wall breaking by the way and a lot less obtuse than what that game had to have you do that even though i had to look it up because i should i spoil it what are we talking about I... no, no no don't spoil no, don't spoil it. Too. No, it's too new oh, okay all i will say is that you can do it. It's fine. It won't break anything. <laughs> it's fine. You'll know it when you see it. You'll have the same anxiety I did. I had to do it on stream. It. Yeah. And I'm like, this feels like not a good choice. This, this is definitely like a- not a good choice. This is a terrible choice, guys. And I'm very sorry for it. Oh, it worked. Okay, we're good. Oh, this uh- feels like I'm about to undo 80 hours worth of progress. Oh. <gasps> Hey Kelly, um, can you uh, choke up on your mic a bit? You're you're fading uh, out for some reason. Sorry, Murray is getting in my lap and he keeps bumping ah. my headset. Hi, Murray. Um, Who's your good kitty? Like, yeah, he's a good kitty, even though he's too fat to lay in my lap while I'm at my computer. So, um, like I said on Twitter, it took three games, but they finally learned how to pace a bravely game. Because I felt like that game kind of lasted the exact amount of time that I wanted, would have wanted it to last. Did you look up guides on how to construct your parties for each boss, or did you figure oh. it out naturally? Um, I watched a YouTube video that kind of broke down a very broken... Um, Phantom. So you found one broken combo that worked for everything? Phantom chemist. Yeah. I feel like when you that's what changes the pacing of the game, Yeah, in, in my opinion. Because if you, if you know... Either have a broken combo or know what each boss needs. That takes a lot of repetitiveness away. If you don't know that and you have to experiment and figure it out, I think that would extend it and kill the pacing. Yeah. Um, Though, that being said, what I ended up doing was um, Beastmaster Thief on everybody except for, uh, well, Beastmaster Thief on 
Gloria and Seth, and then Beastmaster Bard on Elvis, and then um, Beastmaster White Mage on Wow, so you did it completely differently than the way that I did it. Yeah, because the, when I learned that Beastmaster was broken, the more time, the more beasts you had yep. captured, then I just basically, I did the, the Berserker move that lets it hit all targets and the, did Beast Whisper and just ran through trash mobs like that <laughs> for, nice. from that point onwards. And then Godspeed Strike just does so much damage. And then combining that with the ability that broke the damage barrier and giving myself a bunch of crit stuff, it was like my characters were just one-shotting things. The The final boss was a joke. I had more trouble doing the um, gates than that final boss, which I don't know if you did any, it did any of the gates. I did all of them. Yeah, yeah, there the was one... um, two streams where I just sat there and tried to theory craft how I should build my party. Yeah, the, the one with Sloane and the Vanguard and the Black Mage was j- just like, uh, it was like a puzzle. I had to throw myself at it three times to figure it out. And even then, I still struggled with it. What I ended up having to do with that fight was um, change uh elvis to another white mage and have them both be whatever the class was that gave you holy or no um, i met, had a one one was white mage and i think it's oracle that gives you that or sage or something it was like the, the, the ridiculously op advanced white mage class that has a lot of healing stuff uh yeah i'm i'm blanking on it but you know that i did one of them White mage that, and then the other one switched around, so that one of them was always healing and giving me brave points, but then the other one could like do a heal all or a raise all on the fly, or do a re-raise all on the fly. Because gotcha. white mage, white mage had that thing where you could um, all healing spells were uh, able to all target. AOE? So yeah. yeah, yeah. So being able to cast re-raise on everybody was the only way I could really get through that fight and then have both of them equipped with the uh, one where if one of them dies, then they raise everybody else just as kind of a last uh, last ditch effort. And that saved my ass twice. Nice. And <laughs> yeah, that was a bitch of a fight. Oh my God, that was a bitch of a fight, especially since I didn't know who to take down first, the Vanguard or Sloan or the White Mage or the Black Mage. Since I think the the vanguard um, reses people, I believe they do. Yes. Um, the the other thing that I found interesting about, or I learned about those fights, is that did you know that they drop ultimate equipment for each yep. uh, asterisk? Yep. Yeah, I farmed thief many times and just could not uh, get the thief blade and i really wanted that yeah so i struggled a lot um getting the thief blades i got so many bows and i was just like i do not need another gambler bow thank you i think i had like 20 or 25 by the end because that was the portal that i was using to theory craft what my final party should look like so. I was running that one. I was running that one not only to try to get the thief blade, but to farm job orbs or the max job orbs. Yeah, because by the time you get to that point, just farming that fight over and over again got you more JP than doing boss battles. Mm-hmm. And I, 
I, I have reached a point to where I could just destroy that party to the point where I was like, okay, who do I want to kill first this time? I guess I'll kill the thief first. So I ended up stacking up a bunch of stuff where um, I was I was mugging on every um, fight, mm -hmm. and I had the ability that attacks everybody at the same time. And then I was using the skill that let all of my attacks hit twice. Oh, yeah. And uh, another one that every time I crit, I got a BP back. Oh, yeah. See, you went a complete... Yeah, you were right. You went a completely different route than yeah, I did. Yeah, so I, all of my characters were phantoms. And um, Berz... Uh, no, what what's the one that the girl from the Winter Village is? Is that Berserker? No, that's not Berserker. I am so blanking on it. But heavy armor. Oh, girl. yeah. I, I'm blanking. I, I, it's not Vanguard. I know which one you're talking about. It's like Swordmaster or something. She uses a lot of swords. Yes. And so, yeah, her class has a thing that lets you double up normal attacks. And so mm -hmm. I was doubling up normal attacks and then attacking and mugging and stealing. And so I would come out of a fight with like. Eight weapons, six um, extra large JP orbs, and like all sorts hmm. of items. And thanks to a YouTube video, I learned how to get guaranteed steals on everything by uh, maxing the out thief glove. Yes, no, no, not just that. Um, stealing from stuff in a trash fight to get their special, and their special um, is a guaranteed steal. Yes. Yeah, I and mean, you, I, you, I appreciate that there was, in fact, more than one way to break that game. Yeah, and doing Magpie and Rob Blind meant that you could get two of some of the super weapons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually also stock, uh, stacked a Phantom and a Chemist, and that was my healer. So I would combine together items that, as long as I had mana on my person that was combining the items, the item combination was free, and so I would Mass Elixir everybody. Yeah, yeah. I th I think the hardest fight I actually dealt with in the game, and it was probably because I wasn't even really prepared for it, was a uh, side quest where you had to fight a giant worm. Oh, I hated that quest because, uh, yeah, that guy that guy can hit you with an AOE Earth attack, and mm -hmm. there's very few things that protect against Earth. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had more issues with his little friends in that one than him. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they all, they buff each other up, and then they buff him up, and then they kind of go ham. And it's like, no, let me get a yep. turn. Yep. yep. But, um, yeah, I could not get enough of that game. Um, I, I felt like it kind of ended when it needed to. Yes. Which, which is good. I, I mean, I when you guys said that there was two extra chapters, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be so long. And those two extra chapters were nothing. I think it took me longer to figure out how to progress than actually playing those chapters. Yep. And, and yeah, I really enjoyed Bravely Default 2. It's probably my game of the year thus far. Wow. I don't know. We'll we'll see what this ne this next game Mageddon does. Oh yeah, because you played a demo this week. Yes, I played World Ends with You, uh, Neo World Ends with You demo, and I, I you know like I I've been very iffy in that game because I wasn't really digging the kind of Fish Islands art style 
that the environment has. And I think that's just bad screenshots because once I got to playing it, it looks fine. And I'm loving the art style and the character designs of that game. I didn't get very far in the demo. I only got like maybe two fights done. And I finished up the the first puzzle where you're having to look for skulls in Shibuya. So I didn't play much of the demo, but it kind of sold me on the game because I'm just loving the animation and how that game looks. Which makes sense sense for that game yeah <laughs> the, the, the style of the original was probably the thing that stuck out the most yeah it just it looks very pretty the anim the character animations look good i finally realized that the main character's like bottom jaw isn't black it's he's wearing a mask you know like wearing a mask like stupid people wore masks during the pandemic on the bottom of their I, face i was wondering if that's what that was yeah <laughs> That was driving okay. me up the wall when I was seeing his heart. And it's like, no, he's just got a mask on the bottom of his jaw for some reason. But he's wearing it in the opening cutscene like you would wear a mask. So I don't understand why they just didn't have him wear a mask the whole time. Uh, so I don't know. How, how um, does the combat feel? How, how um, does it play? Combat feels really fun. It feels less stressful than the original game. Um, oh, instead good. of Instead of frantically tapping your pens, each pen is assigned to a button. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like this. Um, th- right now, they only give you like two pens to start with, so I haven't had a chance to equip a whole lot of other pens. Um, they, it, the game looks very pretty, I might add. Just gorgeous visuals, especially the kind of in, in scene cutscene animations. You playing um, on Switch or? Just... Yeah. Yeah, Switch. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> The, what am I trying to say? The opening movie was very trippy and kind of broke my eyeballs a little bit because I was playing in bed and had this, probably had the screen a little bit too close to my face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Wasn't really, wasn't really a fan of the new metal in the opening movie. Mm. It was very screamy. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't the best time. <laughs> no, because it was, it was too... It was two in the morning. My husband was trying to read a book at bedtime and I had the volume just up enough to where I could hear it. And I was worried about bothering him. Headphones, Kelly. I know. I know. I just hate, I hate wearing headphones at night, especially if he needs to talk to me, mm. but it, it's fine. Um, I'm, I want to get to the point to where I can finish, actually finish the demo before I give a definite judgment call. Yeah, I, uh, I, think, I think they said they let you play the first two days yeah. in the demo, and, and then you just carry it over. And, yeah, actually, I had I had a tweet that got a lot of action this week, nowhere near as much as Kelly's, but um, yeah, there there was this tweet that uh, sex experts share four words people love to hear during sex. And I said, <laughs> demo progress carries over. <laughs> yeah, I... That's like okay. I better play this just because I want oh to see gosh. the demo. Is this where we are? Are we a bunch of forty-year-olds just talking about our good social media posts for the week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Chris, we're on a podcast. We need, for a, God's we need, sake. We need a oh, oh. <laughs> Actually, so Kelly I'll, had a really good one, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give. I'll give you guys more of a report when I actually finish the demo. The demo, but I liked what I played so far. Um, and then because of finishing Bravely Default, 
I kind of was like, okay, I don't know what I want to play next. Well, let's see what's on my Switch stuff. Oh, I picked up this game called Super Epic at one point. I'll just boot that up, and oh my god, I'm having so much fun. So, Super Epic is a Metroidvania where you're running around as a raccoon riding on a lava. What? Yeah. Okay. And... I reject um, the, whole... the idea of something being super epic unless it's a cat riding on a unicorn. You know, that that would have been a better protagonist, but I'm I'll roll it. with it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll take it. So I'm I'm running around on that. And the crux of the game is that this corporation called RC has taken over the world. Royal with Crown their crap... Soda? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't remember what it stands for, but they're run by they're run by pigs. And they've taken over the world with their crappy mobile games. And you're a real gamer, and you want to bring back the real games. So, very uh, meta in that regard. And all of the humor in the game is really freaking hilarious. Well, you've got a guitar as your weapon, it looks like. Yeah, you have, like, several things oh. that you wield to smack into things. Like, I think I, I was using a vacuum cleaner at one point to smack things. The llama's face is very flat. Yeah, he's weird looking. Okay. Um, so, so you're running around in that, and you're fi you're fighting different bosses. Like one of the other bosses you fight is a secretary who's like throwing her slaves at you. Um, another boss is basically against Metal Gear. Um, there's a one of the bosses is a vampire that's working for the company so that they know how to suck money from people oh, yeah. and his conversation is verbatim a parody on symphony of the night what a shock yeah what is a man but, it, but a miserable pile of microtransactions or yeah something like that was that. basically the dialogue yeah that, <laughs> but um that being said, it was a really fun and charming game, and the most fun, one of the most fun things about it, was there were certain points in the game where you were you Ooh, needed to get some. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you play as her. Oh, okay. But th there were certain points in the game where there was like spots where you were locked off, and there was a QR code next to the door, and you scan the QR code, and it brings up a parody version of a of a mobile phone game that you need to play through to get the password. Oh no. <laughs> so one of one of the first one of the first ones that you run into is you're playing Flappy Pig. Flappy Pig. <laughs> and you had to get through like you had to get like a certain score to get the password. And it's it's very you're playing for like five minutes. It's not that intrusive it's not like you're having to play all day but there's um there's a parody of flappy bird there's a parody of temple run there's a parody of candy crush um the only one that i got frustrated with was the parody of crossy road because the, of the, the controls and i had never crossy road is one of those ones that i just never played hmm. i'm pretty sure it was crossy road um i'm watching the the trailer you see you saw the thing that the girl had where there was uh pig coin that's another qr code thing that's a parody of cookie clicker where Ooh. you're generating pig coin and then you can withdraw certain amounts of money to convert it back into the currency into the actual game okay so like by the time you have gotten to the next spot with pig coin you've already generated enough to 
to unlock like the next lot of pit pit coins so that yes. like by the end of the game you're having to generate like five billion pit coin or something to get the last few uh gift cards to put back in the game Kelly, i think i want wow. this game <laughs> it's on sale right now on Where? steam for like oh, um i think on, on steam, steam for like two bucks and on the eShop. save 90 percent play... on super epic oh my gosh it's not on sale on the eShop. It's okay. seventeen ninety nine where... on Switch right now. So yeah, I I got it for like two bucks on the eShop. Um, well, I'll check again just to make sure. But yeah, it's only I beat it in like two days. It's only a ten hour game, and that that was me like going around finding everything. Um, my one complaint about the game is that some of the like mobs are damage sponges because you're not just one-shotting things you're like doing combos with your guitar and your plunger and whatever implements of destruction that you find along the way and some of those damage sponges get pretty hard late in the game because they can block and um they throw so many of them at you so um just just a warning for that like at the end of the ending of the game you will get very frustrated by just how much how many enemies there are on screen at any given time mm-hmm. but um it, for you know for a game that i paid two dollars for it's a fun little game and i think the mini games are cute and you know if you don't want to play the mini games people have found past or have, have saved the passwords for preservation in case the servers go down Mm-hmm. So you could just look those up to get those passwords, but it also, but also doing those mini games kind of affects your ending, and I can't say why. Okay, hang on, <laughs> I need, I need a drink. But, but for a, t- a two dollar Metroidvania, I had so much fun with that game and and its humor and its gameplay because um you know some of the abilities you get like the air dash. At some point, you get an infinite air dash, and you're invincible when you air dash. So you can just kind of dash through areas while you're exploring, and that's really fun. Well, it sounds like it sounds really charming. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my obscure recommend of the week. And then the last thing I played for just a little bit was near Replicant because um, thanks to it being Prime Week, uh, I've got it for like thirty five bucks in between the discount it was on, on Amazon and having like a $10 credit that they give me for spending uh-huh. so much money on Amazon. <laughs> so for some dumb reason, I got it in my head that the near series was more like kind of a crazy platinum kind of game, like Bayonetta. And- Automata was made by platinum, but no, the original was made by what was it? Kavia. <laughs> Which has since gone defunct. Um, they made that, and I think they, I think they were also involved with uh, Yoko Taro's uh, Drakengard games. Well, I mean, Near is Drakengard. Yes, yes, yes. It's a spinoff of of one of the endings of Drakengard. Yes, two. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. One of the bad so endings. I... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the weird part. It's not even a yeah, good one ending. Of the bad endings. <laughs> So I thank you for clarifying that because I was very confused. It's like, okay, I'm I'm holed up in a convenience store and I'm fighting <laughs> shadows. Wait, like, why what am the I heck? why am yeah. I now in a village in a typical RPG village killing yeah. sheep? Uh it, you 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 eventually figure it out. So I take it you've never played yeah, I, I didn't think you'd played Automata either, but you didn't play no. near way back when when it came out. No nope. Yeah, it, uh, it goes places. <laughs> You did uh, understand. There's a timeline, Kelly. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did I just crawl in a rabbit hole? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Get comfy. I, I haven't played the games. I read the timeline. It's fascinating. <laughs> Okay. There's DNA experimentation, post-apocalyptic events, incest. fall of society, all sorts of great stuff. Incest. Is there incest? Uh, okay. I don't remember the incest, but all right. I thought that was I thought that was just Drakengard. Yeah. Mir is part of Drakengard. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah. That's I never true. played any of the Drakengard games either. Good well, choice. Well, yes, Anna, but yeah. also it's a parallel world, so kind of the timeline that matters is Earth, not the Drakengard world. Oh. Because you come so, across dimensions, it's weird. Okay, <laughs> need to have played. I don't need to have played any of the Dragon Guard games. No, please don't play the Dragon Guard games. Okay, understand and the understand and should be in quotation marks here. You know, like Listen, you, you'll only ever they use kind of one of the endings to build on. or lore for the for the near thing. Okay, yes. that is the extent of the knowledge. That Basically, you there's a dragon that comes over the the dimension. In one of the near bad endings, or one of the Drakengard bad endings, and that dragon corpse becomes catalyst for bad things to happen in Earth. Mm-hmm. Earth. Okay. Cue near story. <laughs> but you don't need to know any of that for near. <laughs> it tells its own story. You'll you'll be fine. Okay. Because I'm, I'm definitely, don't get me wrong, it seems like I'm complaining. I'm definitely curious about where this is going to go, because I've always been curious about this series. I just... Sam's correcting me. It's like, damn, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I I didn't realize the rabbit hole I was going to find myself in by, you know, just having a curious <laughs> purchase on Amazon, apparently. <laughs> Podcast people not knowing the Lord. Sorry. Sorry. It wasn't the dragon who's the whole catalyst. The giant baby is the catalyst. But the dragon also comes up throughout the timeline. So they're both giant. And apparently it wasn't the bad ending. There's a giant evil baby, Kelly, in the ending. It's just, just no. Don't worry about it. Read the timeline at some point. Have fun. Is the the giant baby dragon in near? Or Drakengard. Drakengard. Okay. There's a giant baby corpse that turns into a virus. It's weird. Okay. Because yeah. I, 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 you can I watch a video of the ending and that's fun, or just ask Tam and he'll over-explain it. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I don't really deal. You with don't giant need to, like Josh says. Well. I don't think no. any of it comes up in the first game, does it? Okay. I don't think so. No. I think all that's tied together in the later games. <laughs> yeah. In the later games. Don't, don't even worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine now. It's a really good game. Just just play near and enjoy it. Have you gotten okay. to, Have you gotten Grim Grim Bar Vice yet? Or I you may gotten... be too early. I, I'm too early. I like just barely scratched the surface yeah, yeah. of the game. Once I got sucked into Super Epic, I'm gonna play more of it this weekend. Um, just I've heard that it isn't very a very long game, especially. Well, I mean, I know that there's like multiple <laughs> playthroughs you gotta deal with. Correct. That, that but, it, it's it's not super long to get to the first first credits, but I mean, the part of the point is that you play it multiple times to see the different endings and things mm-hmm. change each time you play it. So, yeah. Kind of I figured like a 999 game. Kind of, yeah. Well, well, the, there's, a, there's a first half of the game you play as one age, and then there'll be a time skip, and then when you come back and replay it, you will start from the time skip. 
Oh, so okay. you know, like you're not playing the entire thing again. You're playing from the time skip forward. Okay, that that makes sense. I, I figured that if nothing else, I could always get to one ending and then pause to like play mo Monster Hunter um, stories, stories, and then go back to another ending in between games. Yeah. But I, I've been curious about this series for years. And it's so I, weird I, and I, different from everything else out there, yeah. I, I am now down the rabbit hole, and I also have Nier Automata at some point that I need to play. And I know that and you then, need to play both. There's more story, I think, in the Final Fantasy XIV raid, right? Yep. Yeah. I think it's canon, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm not even at that point yet in XIV. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've um, been watching OMG Floofy do that raid. It is, um, it's sure a thing. One <laughs> of the whole reasons yep, Tam why says the raid this... is canon. <laughs> it's funny that you bring up Vice because one of the whole reasons why I wanted to play this game is because I wanted to hear Liam O'Brien as Vice. Yeah, it's got, yeah, you have to get in a few hours before you actually uh like do the fight and get get vice on your side so it's a little bit into the game but he'll be around for the entire rest of the game and he's <laughs> it's it's gonna mess me up after like what hundreds of hours of critical role hearing him back in his illidan voice because i imagine that that's the <laughs> voice he uses for that character it's the voice he uses for every character no it isn't <laughs> no it isn't <laughs> It is not. You know it. I don't think you understand how much this agonizes me. Oh, yeah. the pain. Yeah, he doesn't really talk like that. He does all the time. No, I'm I'm too used to him being doing his fake German accent for Caleb Woodogast right doing a fake, now. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, I just I feel like when he's in a game, that's what he sounds like. It's always a villain I mean, or something sounding like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like Matt Mercer, that's the voice people hire him for. It's like, yeah. do Illidan. No, do it more like Illidan. <laughs> Let the pain speak to me. Yeah, but no, he he's an awesome voice actor. I, I stand Liam. I love him. <laughs> the fact well, that thankfully that you get has become part of to play the good ver you know, the, the good updated game. version. So it's it's the, the combat is is improved in this version over the PS3 original, and certainly it looks yeah. Because I picked up the Xbox version of the original on on the cheap and was intending to play it, and then like a month later they announced Replicant, so I was like, "Well, I guess that was a waste of money." Oh, you could <laughs> but... play the other side of the story though. Yeah, because I was gonna ask. So, is is the, the Xbox version just the same story, but with the dad instead of the brother? Yeah. Yes, there there are like minor changes to obviously make that work, but yeah, it's the same same overall basic story. So he he's griping at her to get back in the house, but as the dad. Yeah. In that version, that that is so, that is so funny. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, get, get back in the house, Yona. Go, get back in the house. Get in the bag, Nebby. Get in the house, sister. Same energy. Yeah, same energy. So how's the I, fishing? I, Have you tried the fishing yet? I I'm not that far. Like okay. I said, I got more sucked into super epic. I hear the music's real good too. Oh yeah, I'm I'm digging the music so far. Oh, the soundtrack in that game is so fantastic. <laughs> Love All it right. so much. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. 
That's all I've played. Yeah, I think it's time to jump into feedback then. Oh, finally. All right. So we <sighs> asked you, what you. will you be playing for hashtag JRPG July? Who is you? The fan, the people who listen to the show. Oh, not so. The royal you. you. Okay, <laughs> got it. Well, um, what are you going to play for JRPG July, Chris? Huh? Oh, am I supposed to participate? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have an answer to that. Uh-oh. I messed up. I don't even have a, a JRPG installed on something that I'm thinking about playing. Wow, Chris. Uh, maybe I should finish Atelier Verona 2. Wow, that would count, Chris. right? Yes. Uh, yeah. You own an RPG site. Uh, and you somehow don't have a JRPG ready, ready to go, go? any time? No, because have you not paid attention to the saga of Chris can't figure out what to play, and now Chris. he's having fun playing games, and don't rock the boat, just let him have fun playing games again, <laughs> Chris. please? I'm so disappointed. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> you just reminded me, I didn't realize that the demo for Monster Hunter Stories 2 was already available, so yes, I've got that came down- out. That downloading. would be the right answer, yeah. The uh, the demo came out for Monster Hunter Stories 2 and Neo the World's End with you on the same day. Does the progress carry okay. over in Monster Hunter? Yes. 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 So I will start that demo on July 1st, and hopefully it will last me until when the game actually ships. Which is That's when? my jar. Um, the 9th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably not that long, unless it's got an open world section that lets you over-level a low-level monster. We'll I see. Know. I, th- I seem like the first one let you do that, where you could very monotonously just keep playing the same little section over and over. Hmm. Okay. Well, whatever. doesn't matter. All right. Cool. All right. Um, so we got answers for this. Shaman oh. says uh, the grand opening is Monster Hunters 2 and getting close to and grand closing is Neo The World's End With You. Depending on when they get in, I'm also looking at getting some Nocturne HD. That Nocturne HD has been staring at me, Anna. From my desk? Yeah. I've been thinking about it. Well, maybe that would be your JRPG I've July. I've been thinking about it. Chris, play know, Nocturne though. HD. It's They fixed a lot of the problems with the original I never game. played the original. Anna was the only one who told me the original sucked. Manny used to be on this podcast every week telling me how good he loved it. Yes. Oh, yeah. He loved that game. And I could not understand. You're <laughs> so, crazy. So I was like, I got to try this. I got to know who's right. <laughs> Are they both right? <laughs> if nothing else, play it on baby mode and just have a good time. I don't. Mm. He has a yeah. lot of problems doing if, that. If a game is fun, I actually tend to like it on a harder mode. Because it, on a game that has grinding, that is, which I presume this one does. Oh, yeah. The encounter mode was not turned down. But if it's boring combat, then, yeah, I do tend to turn down the baby mode. Well. We'll see. Have you played any uh, SMT no. game with the press turn system? No. You've only played Persona, right? I mean, you press one more on the on the Personas, right? Yeah, it's different. Yeah, so yeah, no, I have not. Press turns aren't the same as the one. I have system. tried to play the SNES SMT because was that on the mobile phones? SMT, yeah. No, SMT. It was the original. Oh, the original. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that SMT is clunky and suffers from old RPG syndrome where there's not much of a anything story. Anything of what I'm supposed to do in that game, <laughs> and I've tried. <laughs> Um, and then I've played... played a little bit of the PSP remake of Persona 1, but I don't think that counts either. So, go ahead. 
Yeah, I played through the SNES versions of SMT 1 and 2, and I even played like a hacked version of SMT 1 that kind of um, made it a little bit easier because it mapped the map button to one of the shoulder buttons so mm -hmm. that, you know, when you're lost, you didn't have to go five menus deep to look at your map. And even, even then, that game felt obtuse and just crazy difficult. Um, if you're going to play an old-school SMT, play 2. Because that one is, is better paced. It has a better story. Um, the combat's still a little eh, but I love the story in SMT too, and I wish they would localize that one. Hmm. Okay. I would start with SMT 3 Nocturne because it's here. Yeah, that too. Well, it's a very different battle system mm -hmm. and interface and everything. Mm hmm. Like I've said, I hated Nocturne when I finished it, but that was a me problem because I got a sucky ending and I paid $80 for that game at the time. Hmm. I think I'd be mad about that, too. Next yeah. Up, Gamer Esquire writes in and says, for JRPG July, I will be revisiting Legend of Mana. If time persists, I'm hoping to play Monster Hunter Stories 2 as well. Permits. I also wanted to let Anamarie know that Legend of Mana is available physically. Play Asia has the English version available for import. So go, I have to wait for them to ship, though. Yeah, I was gonna say how how, how many limbs do I have to sell to be able to afford that? Usually, Play Asia's yeah, fifty bucks for that. Oh, that's plus not, shipping. You said you said it like it was gonna be one hundred and ten dollars. Fifty bucks is not the end of the world. Yeah, but the shipping is also crazy for but Play Kelly, Asia. But you earn double coins. It says right here you get double <laughs> coins, whatever that is. <laughs> um, it's a kickback currency. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> one coin Asia. is one cent, I believe. Yeah, well. <laughs> wow, they accept Bitcoin. Do they? they do. <laughs> Anna, you can pay with Ethereum. No, you Bitcoin. Ethereum. You, they take Ethereum too. They take ETH? They take ETH. I've seen the little things right here. It oh, looks wow. like the, the little orbs from um No Man's Sky. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think they take GMC24. No, you can't trade a moon cat. No. Oh. But you have Ethereum you could use. I do. Yeah. And they certainly don't. Do. They certainly don't have me and my friends propose cryptocurrency exposure, the cryptocurrency for artists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna do it for exposure. All right. I'm charging you point zero one five exposure. Um, please uh, send it to this address. Here's my wallet. He, Here's my wallet. <laughs> he was actually he was legit gonna make the cryptocurrency, but saw how much it took to make one. And uh, yeah, it's it, not cheap to thing. mint a cryptocurrency. <laughs> it's um yeah, you gotta be committed, and um the community's uh, something else to deal with. Just be careful. <laughs> uh. Chris has been getting exposed to more cryptocurrency stuff because I'm working on a crypto project at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather deal with gamers. <laughs> um, <laughs> the social media uh, manager pretty... would like to argue, but also it's not really worth it. Well, we can have a discussion about who's worth gamer gamers or cryptocurrency heads. Gamers, the ones with the Z on the end. No, gamer gators, I said. Oh, gamer gators. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Featherhoof says, question of the week for just for JRPG July. I tried to pronounce JRPG July. I'll be... Oh, oh, I know. You're going to play the Memorpagus ESO for JRPG July. No, no, no. Oh, but that's not 
JRPG. Stop it. <laughs> Featherhoof says for JRPG July, I'll definitely be playing and live streaming at twitch.tv slash Featherhoof. Plug. Monster Hunter Stories 2. Maybe I'll get in some of that upcoming Scarlet Nexus for myself while I'm at it. I didn't hear good things about the story in that game, but all right. Uh, anyway, Featherhoof didn't say that. That's my interjection. You know, between gear and mount grinding and job leveling sessions in Final Fantasy 14. So, oh, he might get some Scarlet Nexus in while taking a break from 14. Okay, there you go. Um, Scarlet Nexus, I do think, has a cool presentation. I mean, the reviews... you choose a character and it, you get different perspectives, so I do like that, but... The reviews have kind of been interesting for Scarlet Nexus. Oh, is it mixed? Ooh, because it feels like some of the reviews, there's a portion of the reviews, this isn't all, but there is like a significant slice of the Scarlet Nexus reviews that are like, this is anime the game. Good. And <laughs> those reviews are either, and I hate it, or and I love it. Okay. So that's one type of review. What's the other type of review? Uh, it's all Just normal. Place. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's a review. <laughs> Didn't our very own Alex say he was playing anime the game and was all for it? I, th I think Alex is playing this one. He is. Oh, yes. Okay. We'll see how he feels in so by the time the game finishes. What was the um? What was the one where uh chain unchained blades? What was it? Unchained. Uh oh shoot! The one where you're a police officer and you have a giant beast chained to you and astral chain. Astral chains. Yeah. Is isn't that anime the game as well? Also, yeah. All right. That one was Platinum. This one is uh, Bandai, right? Bamco, yep. And Mighty Bamco, Tam yeah. says anime of the game was Code Vein. Yeah, except nobody liked Code Vein, I thought. <laughs> yeah, Code Vein's problem wasn't that it was anime of the game. It was but that it also, wasn't good. It's also a Bandai Namco game, just like uh, um, Scarlet Nexus is. Mm. All right, well, let us know if you like Scarlet Nexus. I'm curious, actually. All right. It's got my attention. I'm, I'm interested in it. here's our official question of the week, if you don't want to tell Chris if you like Scarlet oh, Nexus. Hair Frog is correct. Asura's Wrath is anime the game. Ooh, oh, that 100%. Is that is an end to the argument right there. 100%. <laughs> I, I, what I want to know is, did he get danger hazard pay for that? Because honestly, I scream for five seconds in that tone and my throat hurts. I, he should. <laughs> I can say, isn't that also Liam, Liam O'Brien? Yes. <laughs> the whole reason Chris wanted to play that game is because the voice actor was Liam O'Brien. Yeah, but then I I watched the game. I was like, nope, I need to see this because it's insane. I I and here's the crazy thing is he made me play like the whole thing. No, you, every you once in a while you haven't stuck. done the DLC. You right. haven't got the real ending. Yeah, we gotta go kill the spider. Yeah, the, the spider okay, to fly. I, I am looking at this character right now, and I am already hearing Liam screaming like Illidan. Yes. So it checks. Yeah, no, it's good. Oh my gosh! Don't Kelly. don't go into Kelly, it expecting anything. Heavy. Play that game, but it is it's good. It's good entertainment. Is that Xbox only? Yes, but um, it's no. I believe it's backwards. Compatible. It was on PS3 as well. Oh, was it? Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft.com buys yours. Wrath. Let's see how much this is. Oh, we'll find it cheap. <laughs> it's like twenty bucks because you'll have to pay more than you want to for the DLC ending. So you'll want to find the, the yeah. base game cheap if you can. There's a fair amount of DLC because it came out in that time period. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, the base game doesn't even have a full ending. Well, it does, but it it's does, but it sucks. It's yeah. <laughs> oh God, there is a ton of DLC for this game. Well, you just need the yeah. the DLC story. Yeah. You don't need the rest. But yeah. Can Can I just watch it on YouTube? Yeah, of course. Yes. Oh yeah. 
I mean, that's okay. basically what you're doing when you play it, except oh, you press it's, buttons. it's pressing buttons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. all QTE. QTE. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll just watch it on YouTube. But there's something fun about having to press the button so many times. <laughs> yeah, there were there was a couple of times where I couldn't press the buttons fast enough. And so I had to hand over the controller to Chris. I'm like, yep, like you do, do this. this. I'm tired of this guy stepping on me. You do this. How, how did we get on this? Oh, right. Anime the game. Anime the game. Anime the game. All right. Uh, if you want to provide feedback for the podcast, here is your question of the week. How long are you willing to wait to play a remaster or re-release of a game if it exists through other means? For example, a fan translation. Or an older version. Because, like, this is kind of my dilemma with uh, Gamer Esquire. It's like, I could buy it off of PlayAsia, but it would take forever to get here. I'm still waiting for one of my Atelier games to ship. Yeah, and I, I bought it, like, I'll, a month ago. I'll never forget when I was waiting for that one PS2 version of Wild Arms to come out. Because it was supposed to be, like, a full remake of the game. And Wild, Wild Arms 1 is one of my favorite games of all time. And they kept delaying it and delaying it. And I think it came out at like the end of the PS2's life cycle. And that was, was the one not that a very good... did, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was not a very good version of that game anyway, which, you know, the original Wild Arms is jank as hell as it is. Oof. All right. So if you yeah. want to answer our rather convoluted question of the week, there's lots of ways you can do so. One, you can go to rpgamer.com, find the latest podcast thread, drop your reply into the thread, just like Shaming Gamer Esquire and Featherhoof did. Um, you can come join us live at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. You can call or text us at 608-729-4098. No, we do not have Henry. He is not for sale. <laughs> you can email us, podcast at rpgamer.com. So, yeah, let us know how long you're willing to wait to play a remaster or a re-release if it exists through other means like a fan translation or an older version. Uh, this question ties into a news story, by the way. Well, and it I think it ties into JRPG July as a whole because the interesting thing is, is I actually know two separate people that are playing Legend of Mana for JRPG July, but they're not playing the remaster. They're digging out their PlayStation and old, playing the old version. Which, like, blows my mind like okay that's cool yeah the the old version has a uh, just like load time problems which is why i would want to play the remake i love legend of mana but that does not mean i think legend of mana is necessarily a good game (laughs) it's got some stuff going on Uh, yeah i'll i'll never forget i've tried to play legend of mana when i hacked my psp and was ripping my own um discs to put on there for to, to be able to play them and for some reason the psp at the time did not like the cutscenes, and the game would crash during every <laughs> cutscene, which it had it had integrated cutscenes into the gameplay yes. so you know like the tree would start animating and that was technically a cutscene. and boom. so um yeah, trying to play that game on the psp was not fun <laughs> And then they released it officially, like a month later, after I had finished it through that means and was very pissed. <laughs> All right. So uh it's time to news. jump into the news. Beep 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 beep. So 
Famitsu offered offered additional details for Stranger of Paradise um, Final Fantasy Origin. Does anybody care? Well, I mean, no. it, it they did they did say that basically there's going to be an easy mode for people who just kind of want to play through it. That's yeah, nice. Um, I'll be happy with that. I was also happy to learn that it's coming out for everything, not just for PlayStation 5. Well, I say everything. I say everything. 5, 4, Series X, Xbox One, and PC. So there's Switch. Switch, take a step back. Yeah. I would not not have expected this to come out on on Switch. No, I wouldn't want to play this on Switch. Not Um, unless you like that juicy 10 FPS. (laughs) Um, The there's also going to be additional characters, so you won't have to play as the angry Jack guy. And there's more um, weapons, too, than the demo. Cool. And, and apparently there's a story reason why they're dressed as they are. Go figure. <laughs> um, okay. I never would have guessed. Uh, I mean, I, I'm curious about this game. Show me what you got. I... I'm not going to be in a hurry to play it, but I'm definitely curious. Oh. I mean, like it's a it's a fun little spinoff of Final Fantasy lore. What what are people so upset about? I mean, you know. <laughs> I, 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 I think people feel like the the art style, especially with the playable characters, is a little out of touch. Yeah, it's very edge lord. Yeah, honestly, it looks like Final Fantasy fourteen to me. Yeah. I mean, funny you say that that's the composer that's going to be doing the music. Is oh, from, nice. Or, or did you say 14 or 13? 14. Okay, I think I think it's 13. Yeah, okay. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is getting physical editions and a trailer. Oh, <laughs> we should talk about this. You went viral this week. Oh, God. So, so um, the, the physical edition it's $120 and it's going to include a printed sling bag, a steel book, a 100-page demon handbook, a soundtrack, and a collectible box. And as soon as I saw that there was a demon handbook, I wanted knew I wanted this collector's edition. Because one of the things I do in SMT games is I'll just sit there and read the demon compendium. So they... Um, Atlas announced this over Twitter, and they said to keep watching for pre-order links that they were going to go live on Monday. And so I told my husband, um, here, keep this page open, refresh it every once in a while, and let me know if you see pre-order links. And I think he refreshed it all day, and the pre-order links, and it was like different for some people. I don't think he saw some of the pre-order links show up. I kept an eye on it and refreshed it and saw GameStop show up and then immediately sell out. Yep. So I I was pretty pissed about this. So the next day I'm browsing Reddit and I see a post that's like, hey, if you see uh, pre-sales for Shimagobe Tensei on eBay, report them because eBay's policy is that you can do pre-sales, but they have to deliver within 30 days. Yes. And this was a text post. So I'm like, this is good information to have. I'm pissed because I cannot get this game yet because of the bots. So I re- I put it on Twitter and I was like, hey, retweet to save a life. Report any of these scalpers and do it for Metroid Dread 2. And that tweet just freaking blew up. Yeah, I think you've got 2,000 and some retweets and 3,000 and some likes on it. 
yeah. I knew it blew up when um, Matt, my podcast partner, sent the screenshot. I was like, hey, this originated from you. Like, yeah, I had to turn off notifications eventually because I got tired of hearing about it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I hope that that retweet, like, at least ruined some scalpers' days. Because I'm getting so tired of not being able to pre-order stuff because of scalpers. Yeah, I I was hoping to get the collector's edition of Metroid Dread because it looks cool and nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Not a single <clears throat> place was I able to pre-order it before the copies all disappeared. And I get that some of those are going to be legitimate people, but a lot of them were scalped. And I know um, because I'm... I go on eBay and I see like 500 listings of it. Uh, I'm upset because I can't get the Loftwing Amiibo for um, Skyward Sword oh, because gosh. I yeah, I that's co- going so fast. I collect all of these Link or the Zelda Amiibos and like nope, I'm not gonna get that one unless it shows up in store. I uh, uh, I'll keep an eye out on that one for you because oh, Albabinez has you. been doing links for it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. But yeah, that that's just a PSA, guys. If if you see pre pre orders on or I guess they're reselling pre-orders on eBay. If you see that and it's more than 30 days out, report their asses. Yeah, I was um, I was looking at a bunch of uh, limited run game stuff that had sold recently, including uh, Shadows of Adam, which is something Scar is playing on his Sunday morning streams. And like, they're not even sold out yet. And there are pre-orders up for twice the amount it's going for on the limited run game site. And that's definitely more than 30 days out. Yeah, I'm just, I I get trying to make a living, but there's a point to where it just feels like it's people being greedy. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating and I'm getting, I'm tired of it. And I'm, I was already, well, I take that back. I was already tired of it because that's one of the reasons why I don't have a PS5. But with this all reasons, it's just, it's getting ridiculous. And we were talking pre-show that I feel like the retailers could be doing more to curb it and they're not. Yeah. And, and it is a really, really hard needle to thread because you will never be able to stop bots. The goal is to slow down bots while not slowing down an average user. And finding that balance is rough. But also, Amazon doesn't care if you buy 25 copies of a thing. No. No, they don't. And I, I think it's part of the problem. I think that a lot just of these... want their money. Yeah. A lot of these retailers could fix a lot of it by just going into their orders. And if you see 25 going to the same household, that's a bot. Why are you well, not I mean, stopping that? Well, I mean, the way some Japanese retailers do it is just by have a lo- having lotteries. So if you want to get a PS5, you can't even, like, you don't buy one. You go and you get a ticket for the lottery to get the right to buy one <laughs> if you happen to win the lottery. Yep. And it's, so I don't know if that's f- a way to kind of, like, solve some of that or not. And And I'm not a programmer, so I don't know. But from what I understood, a lot of these bots are basically just completely bypassing the front end of the site and ordering this stuff through the back end. And I don't see how some of these sites can't lock that off. Um, it's not that they can't. It's that they're not interested. Uh, Did you hear what happened to the NVIDIA cards? Mm-mm. Supposedly, at least. 
um, and maybe I'm a little out of date on this because it's been a week since I last heard this, but the NVIDIA 3070 Ti Founders Edition cards, which were unique to Best Buy and Micro Center, um, nobody got one no. at all. <laughs> they just, somehow, no, not even bots. <laughs> I don't know. Did That's not even the bots get them? I thought maybe That's the bots had heard. done the bypass thing. Okay, yeah. This is weird. Something's yeah. weird with getting stuff. Ugh. They yeah, released. They had a release date. It came out. And no one got one. <laughs> lock off that damn back end. You could probably fix it doing that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's also tons of YouTube videos that go into how to hopefully beat the bots. Like you know, do- downloading downloading all the mobile apps, having all of your information saved, um, joining discords and stuff. Yep. Mm. Yeah. No. Um, that's LRG. Not really beating the bots. That's um persisting through the bots. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. LRG is like, all right, guys, we make fifteen thousand of these, and we know that there's more interest than fifteen thousand. If you're going to go for a limited edition item, here's what you need to do. Log into everything. Why can't oh. LRG just take orders until Which is, they, indefinitely right. and then just print to order? So for the most part, they have started to do so. Okay, cool. And they can't do it for everything. That's fine. They can't do it for everything. So like Shadows of Adam, for example, that's part of their distribution line. They're not doing it themselves. Yeah. So there was a limited number quantity because why aren't they doing it themselves? Because they the it's a different company that's actually producing the game. LRG was just one of the storefronts they used to ah, sell it. Okay, so they can't. All right. right. So for a situation like that, LRG has no control over how many. Sure. That's fair. For collectors editions, um, there is definitely the logistics where you want to get over a certain number to get mm-hmm. the price down. But once you start getting over a certain number, the logistics start to get hard again. Yeah. Um, limited editions, I could understand as well. I'm just thinking like base item orders. Yeah. You should be able to just and at least in some relative chunks be able to just be like, let's take all the orders and then put in the order for the amount yep. that, we, that and, we got. And they've started doing that for like yeah, almost all done, of their regular editions. The only yeah, time. They've done that for a yeah, while now. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time they didn't do that, honestly. And it wasn't a distro title. I know the last thing I bought that was taking limited orders was the Ease Origin collector's edition. That was, and a, dis- that was, a, that was a distribution. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to tell what's a distro and what isn't. It's the one sort yeah. of flaw with the LRG system. It's like, good but luck figuring it, it out. But didn't you say that LRG is also really good about, you know, actually checking orders to see if they're going to yes. the same house yes yeah oh yeah lrg vets like everything that comes through and they have a system in place that um automatically flags some stuff and then they manually review it but yeah they they do a bunch of spot checking as well lrg is like it it's kind of funny when i see people like i don't know why you don't control the bots it's like all right here's here's the breakdown of like all of the things that we do we're not going to list them quite all because we don't want the bots to to learn. But like, there's a lot of things that we do to make sure that legitimate people get our copies of games. And I think they calculated it at one point, and it's like 0.13 percent of all of the LRG games end up on eBay. That's decent. Yeah, that's a that's a very respectable number. So I mean. It- if anything, all those all the stuff I see on eBay from LRG is like stuff long after the fact that's shot up. Yeah. 
And like I said, for the, for the most part, people do actively report a lot of the, um, inappropriate pre-orders on eBay because LRG is like, Hey guys, if you want to stop people from scalping our stuff, go report the bots. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yep. what's next? You did uh, eventually well, get an SMT collector's edition. Yeah, yeah, I got it from Amazon, and that was one of those. I just happened to open the Amazon like at the right time. Yep, and got it through. And I think you guys ended up getting Am- me Amazon copies too. Yeah, and you're hanging on to them. Yeah, I'm I'm hanging on to mine. I I think right. I might actually want it. Can I can I say all right? So on this idea of what you can do, Linus Tech Tips did something cool a couple months ago. What? Um, they took video cards. They bought a bunch of video cards from distributors uh-huh. and then came up with what's called the Verified Actual Gamer Program to try to sell it only to actual people who played games and not to bots. The bag. So, yeah. <laughs> what you had to do, you had to wait for a YouTube video announcing it during the middle of another video. In there, they read out the link to you. They did not post the link anywhere. Part of the link was a reference to the Konami code. So you had to know that <laughs> and put it in. Then you get the link. On the link, there was a quiz with 15 questions, and you had three lives. You had to get all 15 right before you could buy the card. If you've got three wrong, you had to restart from the beginning. Ooh. And then after that, you could actually purchase the, the card. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I no one is going to want to go through that for reselling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate their effort, but that... Ain't nobody got time for that. I think plenty of people have time for that for high value items. Wouldn't you go through that for a PS5 right now? I know. (laughs) She's thinking about it. I'm sort of thinking about it, but at the same time, it's 15 questions. That's fine. (laughs) I don't know if I can deal with like typing in a red link out loud. And well, it's not that long. The point is it just, it just sounds, wasn't click clickable, you know? <laughs> I know. It just sounds like a lot of stress. <laughs> well, I mean, so it's dealing with bots. And in the, at the, you know, the end of this, in theory, it's uh, going to a human at least. <laughs> yeah. If nothing yeah, else, I, I support I the idea. When <laughs> I want more things like this. <laughs> put, it, put it through weird CAPTCHA systems that are totally custom, not implemented through anyone else's code or anything. Just totally make it up on the spot. And then we can weed out bots because the bots are programmed for existing systems, not new ones usually. The other thing that I was wondering about is how hard would it be to have like email verification? Oh, that's super easy to do. Do you know how many spoof email addresses that I can make in 30 seconds and have a bot Uh, to click on all those verifications? That's nothing. We, uh, there was a, a bot train that ended up attacking one of the discord servers that I'm in. And people were like, why didn't you turn on verified users accounts? And it's like, it is turned on. That doesn't stop people from botting like that. Okay. Oh, hi. I'm trying to fix the problem. but No, I'm and not so, not I think everybody smart. agrees that this is a problem that needs to be fixed. No one has good ideas on how to fix it that haven't already been tried. I think that verified actual gamer program is the best one i've heard that so is far. pretty good <laughs> that is pretty damn it's a lot good. of effort on their part though to yes. make it happen like they were committed to making this happen this isn't something a store does to make a profit this is something gamers do to try and help other gamers so that's and that's s- the problem <laughs> and see i think that locking off the back end needs to be the fix but i think that it, also- that's kelly there's more to that than you think there is 
I know, I know there is. Yeah. I know there is because I I just blocking off the back end is such an easy thing stuff. to paint on top of it, and yeah. it's like, well, the level of block off that you might need to do on some sites, you could do a little bit and actually block do some good things against the bots. The other thing to think about is you still need a front end that humans can use, and they mm-hmm. have ways to automate that. So it's yeah. not going to be a for sure kill. So. And then other oh. sites, if you block off the back end, you'll break the site because they're not coded well. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I, storefronts I know are that... not traditionally well coded. <laughs> no, I I know that that's an issue too because I'm I cannot name great retailers because that's my job. But some of them have pretty buggy, buggy back ends. Yeah. Oh, uh, even I I am more than happy to call out Target. To fix oh, it, you God, have to yes. have a process that's so unautomatable that users will hate it. Yep. Yeah. And also, while we're on this topic, um, don't yell at social media people for this stuff because they have no control over where when products go live when. People were so bitchy to Atlas's poor social media person that had to deal with that. Yeah. And there is no control over when stuff is going to go live. And I know this because I work with a lot of these sites. And your besties is also a media manager. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that too. Don't don't yell at them. They they cannot help it. It's two different departments. They have no control over it. Yeah, I don't control don't. when stuff goes live on Amazon for any of my no. clients. Nobody well, but Amazon hmm. has control over what goes live on Amazon. Do you think the what, SMT what are... thing is a situation where they just didn't get enough? Um, I think that's definitely part of it because Atlas has said so. Here's the way that retailing works for a video game. You sit down with a company that uh, that is a retailer and you pitch to them your game and they say, this sounds good. We will order 50,000 copies. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to buy more copies, they have to sell a certain threshold of those 50,000 copies. Mm-hmm. If those 50,000 copies immediately go, generally the retailer will come back and go, I would like 50,000 more copies, please. Mm-hmm. And they have to wait until that order is confirmed before they put up another pre-order. But eventually they will lose faith that they will be able to sell another 50,000 copies and they will stop asking for them. Yeah. And nothing the company can do can coax them into taking more copies. Mm -hmm. Retailers control what games they carry and how many copies they get. Yeah, But it sounds like this is a bad agreement between the two parties. Why not have it so that the retailer can just put up an open pre-order system and, and sell to and then fulfill whatever they get pre-sold. Because eventually you need to stop and start printing copies. No, but like within a period, say we're going to have pre-orders open for seven days, whatever that number gets to, then we'll order that number from you. Um, Remember that conversation earlier where I said that things start to get tricky when you have uh, too many? You put a cap on it. You, you figure out what that trigger point is and say, this is a hard cap, but yeah. below that we can fulfill numbers in this range and you can just order you your order will be for whatever you pre-order. Great. Do we know whether Amazon hit that hard cap? <sighs> but you just said the issue was not with you not being able to produce enough. It was with Amazon not having faith they could sell enough. I'm uh, proposing a solution to solve that you, particular problem. You act as if those things are mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> because you presented it as though this was the problem. 
and I'm trying to just there address are what you presented. Many, <laughs> many problems okay. with trying to retail video games. Uh, okay, I'm this just is... trying to solve the one you put before me. Okay. I know this is why some smaller companies just use distributors. Yeah, because this stuff sucks. Yeah, like some of the smaller print Natsume runs for the 3DS. Natsume didn't even handle the distribution. They just sold all the copies to the distributor and said, you know what? You deal with it. But I, I bet you, Anna, I'm going to say, because I know, since I have been around this for a bit, I do know that you guys, you guys being video game publishers, really like to have that set order number. Like we commit to X units, right? Sure. You really like to see that. Yes. And to propose a different system, I think scares you. Yes. And And I am proposing a different system than that. Now, there are other complications that need to be accounted oh, for still. Yeah, because companies like Nintendo and Sony have like a minimum order quantity for that sure. stuff. I know that that's a problem that LRG ran into. But mm-hmm. I still think there's nothing that precludes a contract that says we're committing to 50K plus whatever the pre-order goes over up to some other hard cap because we can't supply beyond that. And like you can come up with something like contract language is whatever the hell the two companies want to have happen and the lawyers approve, right? So you can come up and be creative, and I don't know why people don't. <laughs> so and there's the, some probably some issues or reasons why they can't. Maybe regulatory reasons I don't know about. Yeah, and I mean, but, oh my gosh, this it, is... it just seems like there's got to be something we can do between these two. Like, well, we only do it in these blocks, and they will only buy in these blocks, and they lose face. Like, there's got to be a way around that. <laughs> and the other issue is that retailers do not like having unsold merchandise yep. around. Well, I mean, oh, well, and, oh, they've already solved Kelly. that, Kelly. You know how they handle that? Yeah, they, they yeah. have it in the contract that the company has to buy it back from them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if you're a <laughs> yeah. smaller company that doesn't have a lot of leverage, what often retailers will do, and Amazon in particular, and GameStop is equally bad as it is, is if they have X amount of stock, and it's a it's either percentage or a solid number, I've seen both in contracts, you're just responsible to buying that stock back from them. But the reason I'm, I I didn't bring up buyback was because we're only talking about pre-orders right now. So sure. there, you already have committed sales, or at least reasonably committed sales but I know also we're talking about bit. collector's editions and if anybody could have a collector's edition you don't have the fomo driving the sales yeah no. oh, you I, just I, don't I tell just, them i, I was know. just thinking about how i saw copies of cataclysm or collector's edition at best buy like four years after cata was out yeah, I mean, how many times have we seen weird collector's editions just hanging around Best Buy? Sure, but that was that was a retail... Per, per, what I'm saying is make the collector's editions pre-order only. Hmm. But then what about people that don't have the funds for that? Or... Well, if you don't have the funds for it, why are you buying it later? You still don't have the funds for it. Or I don't know. Well, because you're waiting for a payday. Well, you missed out, and that's where we keep I've... the FOMO in the system. We're keeping a little bit of FOMO in the I... system. We're just I trying to get more like... copies out there. I don't like FOMO. I can't help get rid of FOMO. There's a part of it that's going to have to be there because we are human and we're talking about physical goods and not everyone can have everything. But if we can work it out that people can have more and more people are satisfied, that's what I'm trying to go for. And yeah, Oh, this is such a capitalist conversation. And Emperor Mythos is like, some people don't like pre-ordering in general. You are right. But if you're not pre-ordering, do you really care about a collector's edition? Because I'm going to say it might be in your best interest not to sit there and wait for a review and then get some physical tchotchkes that weren't enough to convince you to buy them on their own merit. Maybe you don't need that in your life. <laughs> I mean, and there there are some series that I always buy collector's editions for, see Disgaea, anything Final Fantasy, and 
pretty much anything SMT related. I can't fix the whole problem. I'm just trying to make it better. But either way, sounds like not going to happen. So why am I trying? So I feel like we're all game. coming at this with not yeah. enough information and no marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so do we want it's to talk about development? I can surely think of a better idea than you. Do we want to talk about another colossal disappointment in the gaming retail space? Uh, oh yeah. So cyberpunk 2077 is back on the PSN with a twist. There's a a big warning on it saying, don't buy it on PS4. (laughs) But it's still for sale on PS4. It is absolutely for sale on PS4. PS4. Wow. Yeah, isn't this bull? Well, I I guess they couldn't split from pro with regular. You know, they can't, they can't like, I don't don't think the store is split that way. It doesn't even play that good on PS4 Pro. So it's back for sale. It's not fixed 100%. It's not likely to be fixed 100% on PS4 ever. Yes. <laughs> so, but isn't that great? <laughs> Enjoy, everybody. This is the worst. It's there. The Don't buy this game on PS4. Don't buy this game on, on Xbox One X. Don't buy this game on PS4 Pro. Just... You know what? Maybe just don't buy this game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. And, like, I feel like people forget that Witcher 3 wasn't that good at launch. Witcher 3 at launch had problems. Not dissimilar to this. But all of these problems are magnified by the 12 million pre-orders that they dishonestly took. Yeah. there, There's more problems to this launch than Witcher 3, Anna. Sure. And part of it was their own... Um... Witcher 3 still has problems, says Airbrook. Yeah. <laughs> but it and... also has a port on the Switch, and that port runs. Yeah, and it runs, <laughs> it runs well. <laughs> good. Like Witcher Three runs at sixty yeah, FPS. There's a on scale the difference here. <laughs> no, it's not full sixty all the time. It's not. It's like thirty is what it's going for. Um, I just all I know is that when when people say don't pre-order games, this is what they're talking about yes. here. This, yeah. Yeah. cyberpunk. Yes. And the problem <laughs> is, is it's a complicated um, conversation to have because it's more nuanced than people want to admit. Don't pre-order big games that are going to sell 12 million copies no matter what you do. Hey, so uh, we should say the PS4 version runs better than it used to. Great. It's just still not great. <laughs> it but still has say... a warning not to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it has a warning not to buy it. <laughs> And, like, I... I feel like that alone should have should made be... it so that it's PS5 only. Like, why would you sell because people... Because it, it runs on the Pro okay enough, and they do want I'm people sorry. to be able to buy I'm, it. I'm t- okay enough is not okay enough. I don't know what to tell you. The game's not fixed. It takes it for... PS4, you, want so. one of these, you want one of these masterful repairings of the game to make it suddenly perfect? It's going to take years to get to that point. Yes, and I'm furious about that, because this damages the video game industry as a whole. Consumers have does to it, trust us to make it, good games. Yeah, I don't know that it does. So mm-hmm. y- you say that, and yet people are sitting here trying to buy SMT as fast as they possibly can. I don't think it damaged the industry that much. Because I, I think that I, we're still selling games. <laughs> because I think there's kind of a difference between this cyberpunk that had a hype engine versus kind of a nuanced title like Shibigami Tensei because Mitch. up until you know not a lot of people know about Shibigami Tensei. Yeah. 
it's still a nuanced title compared could, to yeah. Not nuanced. You have Niche. An, you have enough Niche. you have enough of these and it might hurt mainstream perception of video games in general. And that's I don't the think other we're half, there yet. Is I see, I my scary nightmare is companies like Activision and EA looking at uh CD Project Croya and 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 being like, "Oh, well, if they can get away with it, so can we." Well, well, Anna, I mean, have. Bethesda's been doing it for years. Yeah. They've been counting on their fans to fix their games. So, yeah, not 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 necessarily new. Well, the fans can't fix that PS3 version of Oblivion or whatever, right? But PS, what was it? Was it PS? Was it Oblivion or was it Skyrim? Whatever. I, I know Oblivion. It was Oblivion. Oblivion had issues. Actually, new Vegas just every had issues. Bethesda game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they were all terrible on PS3. <laughs> Yeah, but we go into those games expecting that they're going to be. Oh yeah, Sam points out he already did this. It's called Anthem. Oh, Anthem played fine. It was just boring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the problem with Anthem wasn't the bugs. Yeah, (laughs) it was the features. I mean, yeah, Yeah. this goes back to the whole thing. Stop releasing broken games. Delay your game until it's working. But the problem is that people don't want to admit that if you do that, companies will go out of business sometimes yeah. because they have to release for their finances to, to get revenue done. coming in yeah. that that's the only time they get and revenue it sucks. and this is why crunch exists too and yeah. uh there's no easy answer for this one i, I don't know here's a crazy idea this. put it out in early access so that people understand that the game isn't finished yeah but the 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 premise that you're proposing is that continuing revenue stream from the game will fund cur- continued development on the game which will drive further sales later and I think what they're worried about, and probably rightfully so, at some point those sales dry up and those resources would have been better spent internally developing a new game for more money in the future. Also, Anna, my issue with early access is that I don't like the idea of developers basically making me be their beta tester. Well, they made you be their beta tester in Cyberpunk, so well, congratulations. Kelly, what if, with early access, at least it's clear that you're the beta tester. That's true. Yeah, I hope that's I mean, better than if nothing. If you say <laughs> I don't want to play an early access game, don't because I don't want to beta test for a developer for free, and then you get pick up a game like Cyberpunk and or what was that game that you got me that the endings weren't in yet? Which one? Uh, the bird, the bird, Avian Attorney. Oh, I forgot that that was the case. Yeah, so Chris picked up Aviary Attorney for me one year on Christmas, and I played it, and I loved it, and then I got to the end, and I got a white screen with black lettering that says, this ending isn't in the game yet. Come back soon for it. Oh, boy. And I'm like, you know, that would have been fine if I knew that was coming, but it infuriated me. This may have been before. Because I expected it to be a complete game. It was not before Early Access. Yeah. It was not before Steam Greenlight. Oh, green light. I remember green light. <laughs> Tam's listening to a bunch of games in the chat that aren't broken as examples of broken. Oh, goodness. I don't even want to. All right. Know, I don't we should move on. Argument. Two demos came hey, out this week. Final Fantasy 15 was not broken when it launched. Or was Neither not, was not complete when it launched. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I Shadow hate it when people say that about Final Fantasy 15. I think it's important that, to you know, distinguish between. Uh, no, we're just arguing with with Tam now. We shouldn't do that. All right. That's, we're just Two demos came out this week. <laughs> um, Nia World ends with you. And... Airfrog points out they had to redo a whole chapter in fifteen. That's true. 
I guess that's true. Maybe that it is didn't true. Play well. I don't know. It was I bad. People talk about. I didn't about, think that fifteen. But some was people that didn't bad. think that chapter was that bad. It's, there was controversy it's the Mass there. Ending problem, but, but also still not as bad as Cyberpunk. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. There's a more nuanced conversation where we dive deeper into what's featuring complete versus I, what's I, I can I can get behind don't release broken games that you know are broken. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's, moving on. Um, World Ends With You demo launching. I talked about it. Play it. Your stuff carries over. Do we need to go any further? Nope. No. World, no. Monster Hunter no. Stories no. 2 demo is also available. Um. Nights in the Nightmare Remaster has been announced for the Switch and smartphones in Japan. Is this for I'm you, looking... Anna? So this is part of the Sting series of games yeah. that have gotten a bunch yeah. of mobile and the Switch Department ports, Heaven. and none of them have gotten localized. Oh, no, because Sting oh, is. Japan I can't only. remember oh. if they're bought or they're just they have a partnership with like a Chinese mobile developer. So I don't know if they're really pushing anything west anymore or not. Which bums me out because honestly, I think these games would do well on Switch. I mm-hmm. love Nights in the Nightmare, and <clears throat> I don't know if it's a Department of Heaven or not. But did anybody play Gungnir? Gungnir, yes. that was a Department game. Heaven too. Yeah, yeah. I freaking love that I game. Love I love that, that game so. Good. I just like its title and the way the guy Gungnir. said it in the trailer. I, <laughs> I never. And I it. would love. <laughs> I would love to see a Switch port of that one because that's stuck yes. on. That's a Vita thing, right? Yeah. yeah. No PSP. Oh, oh yeah. It's in yeah, PSP yeah, jail. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that worse or better than Vita jail? Well, it's easier to pirate. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I have come a long way on this podcast. I think old listeners can remember where I'm like, if you emulate a game, you are scum of the earth. Now I'm like, whatever. If you can't buy it, just creatively acquire it. <laughs> Whoa, Anna. Maybe I've been a bad influence on you. I think I've brought you too far along. No, no. And honestly, here's the funny thing is, is the thing that actually convinced me is working in the video game industry. Oh. Don't steal things you can buy. Buy the things that are available legally for sale. If something isn't legally available for sale, why should I care what you're doing? There, that's it. Because, no. it, well, if they release it in the future, it takes away sales from that. But uh, also, yes, and I agree with that. <laughs> But also, so, but, the amount of times something is happens, downloaded yeah. from, like, the ship of the Doom yeah. um, can give companies a really good idea Doom. how... No, don't don't you dare use, oh, by pirating it, we're showing them what they should remake. Don't you try no, that. No, but it's one metric <laughs> that can be part of a it, larger conversation. I get that they use it, but don't... <laughs> People will take that and run with it like, oh, see, that's the justification. I'm telling you. No, that is not a justification. (laughs) So, Anna, what you're saying is if an official release gets announced and you need to put your foot on the brake, stop playing the fan translation and wait for the official release. Yeah. And in fact, that actually (laughs) happened. Oh, is that what the question week's about? Yeah. Okay. I was confused because I was like. Wait, if you're going to just pirate it, why are you waiting at all? I'm so confused. <laughs> so um, so Epic Game Store accidentally leaked this because they put it out Wednesday midnight instead of Thursday midnight. Wrong day. Whoops. Whoopsie. Wrong midnight. <laughs> they're, they're in good company. I mean, you know, Nintendo did the same thing last week, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, 4 a.m. One, one day and 4 p.m. the next day. Eh, it happens. Same thing. Oh. We are getting both crossbell games, the kind of the Zwei game that they put in as Kaseki skin for some reason, and then Trails of Black. 
Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Trails of Reverie. Yes. Why did I say Trails of Black? Yep. So four games. We're yeah. going to get them all in the next two years, which I'm so excited for. And the reason that we're going to get these games so fast is they have actually purchased the translations for the two Crossbell games. I and... thought they weren't going to do this anymore. Well, Nisa's <laughs> never done this before. Exceed <sighs> bought two translations for Ease games back when they were first doing Falcom this, games. Anna. And like, <laughs> there's some stories to those. But we'll we'll focus just on the the four Kiseki games that were announced. So, but, but Anna, they four. already have the translation. Why is it going to take so long? Two reasons. Good question, Kelly. But there's two reasons. <laughs> Number one, they are not simply purchasing the translation from Geofront and plopping it into the game. They're using the translation as a basis in going from there. So there is still work that needs to be done on the translation. Well, well, and I can tell you part of it less. is that the, the, the PC versions that the Geofront patches were for don't have a lot of the content that was added into the later uh, Kai versions that the uh, PS4 and Switch and new PC version are based upon. So there's more stuff there they will have to translate. Wait, wait, wait. The Geofront versions aren't for the current PC versions? They're for older no, PC the, versions? No, this is for an older oh. PC version that a Chinese developer did a port of. <laughs> oh, I'm so good. And put gracious. out in China. Yeah. Okay. Just the, the, so, hearing so the whiny Kiseki fans. Hold on. What's it, actually announced? Okay. And so, where does it fit into the Trails universe? Sure. All right. So... Um, we're going to ignore all the stuff that came before Trails that was part of the Kiseki series. Yeah. So, Trails this in the Sky, bad anyway. FC. Trails what? Trails in the Sky, FC. First, first chapter. chapter, yeah. Trails in the Sky, SC. Second chapter. Trails in the Sky, the third. The third chapter. Um, trails from... Trails Crossbell? from Zero. Trails from Zero. Oh, and not Crossbell? Cross That's Crossbell 1. Crossbell 1, yeah. okay. Trails from Zero, Crossbell 1. What about it? That one's coming. Oh, the, yeah. you haven't told me what's newly announced. Right. You're just so, listing all the games. Trails 1, 2, 3. Yeah. Already available. Okay. New games. New games. Trails from 0. Okay. Crossbell 1. Okay, so we're finally getting the Crossbell saga. Yes. Trails yes. to Azure. Yes. Crossbell 2. Okay, both pieces. It already existing. Uh, Trails of Cold Steel 1, 2, 3, 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trails from Reverie. That's Trails n- into Reverie. Trails into Reverie. <laughs> Is that the new game? New game which is a bridge yeah. game between the end of Cold Steel and the start of the new Calvert storyline. Is that, is that in Japan already? Hajimari no yes. Kiseki. This is the Hajimari. Yes, okay, our... Pete, I've seen you watch a streamer yes. play that. So we're getting the two Crossbell chapters that we're missing. And we're the getting new the cross, bridge game. The bridge game. The bri- bridge game. The, it's a card game. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're getting the game that between the latest game we've gotten and the new series that's not out yet and even in Japan. Basically, it's sort of so, like a little bubble game yeah. that resolves a bunch of things that were sure. unresolved between Trails in the Sky and Cold Steel. So I'm seeing there are three games coming out that we were missing and wanting for a while. Yes. So the fourth game that's coming. Yeah. Is Nayuta no Kiseki. What? Otherwise known as, what's the translated title? The Legend of Nayuta Boundless Trails. Yes. What is that? So this is a trail storyline in the Zvi engine with ease platforming. (laughs) What? (laughs) Where does that fit into the timeline? It doesn't. Oh, God. It's It's a side story. Okay. Yes. It's a Trails Gaiden. Act- All right, got Trails Gaiden. Trails Gaiden. Yeah. Trails Gaiden. Yeah. Action RPG spinoff. With crossover <laughs> gameplay mechanics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> With just, it's 
It's the Ease Amel or not the Ease. It's the Falcom Amalgamation game. Yes. It's their Smash Brothers. Yeah. So they they took the platforming. They cribbed the platforming. There's from no Oath gameplay in this trailer. Correct. <laughs> and they slapped it into a Svi engine. What does and that mean? Like, well, so, so Svi is a a two and a half game series. Yeah. And so Svi the 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 Svi games have always been like you have two characters who are paired together. One of them has like melee attacks the other one has like ranged magic attacks and they're always like mapped to the controls so you just like seamlessly bounce back and forth between the characters but then you're gonna jump as around and platform you know as you're them. playing the game yes but it's action rpg i hate this the uh, chat room's like oh it's part of the falcom cinematic universe it's the yes, fcu, FCU. Yeah. <laughs> so the spy games have never been particularly popular but they still no. had the spy engine so they slapped a trails code on it Whatever. and sent it out into the world it's and, cute. And there, it's a cute game, Chris. I don't have time for all these games. Too many Chris, games. Zwei Ilvard Insurrection was so fun, I could not put it down. Kelly, I can't even pick games up, let alone put them down. I, I don't have time. I don't have time. Uh, uh, I'm just saying, it was a lot of fun. I'm almost had... dead, Kelly. I don't. I've got to pick and choose. <laughs> I still haven't played Dad of War. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Read the card, boy. <laughs> All right. Um, what else was news? Something uh, about Kiseki. Yeah. And Legend so, of Heroes, Corona Kiseki introduces an alignment system, so right. now your choices will matter. So. Will they, after, or will it just give you two different endings? You have to play a choice. For no, it? it sounds like it's going to be a little more nuanced than that. Okay. So after Reverie. This is the the first game that it, we're bridging into, right? Yes. This so is after Reverie, we're getting introduced to a completely new series, which takes place in Calvert. With no old characters? Cameos Oh, there'll only. be characters oh, that will show up. There's too many characters in Trails. It's getting it like a Robert <laughs> Jordan novel in here. <laughs> we, we've, we've met plenty of characters from uh, uh, Calvert. I well, think there's I guess 80 characters the... in Cold Steel yeah. 4. Yeah, so... <laughs> There there was a lot of prediction that things were going to flow this way um, because in Cold Steel 4, we're introduced what? to quite a number of Calvert characters. Well, and... they were introduced back in Crossbell. There, there was a, there's a lot right. of Calvert playing around in Crossbell. Right. Because Crossbell so, is kind of the crossroads between those two empires. Yeah. Three, right? Because there's also the church. The church. Well, yeah, the church. Yeah, yeah. Church plays also a a giant role in this. Yeah. So at the (laughs) end of Cold Steel, basically a huge war comes to a close. And you have that bridge game, Reverie, that sort of like wraps up anything that was dangling and introduces you to some new concepts that are coming down the pipe. And then Kuro no Kiseki is Calvert 1. Yeah. What's the and country so they have that a, so Estelle they... and Josh are from? Huh? Sky. No, no. What's the country? Uh, the, the liberal. Liberal. Yeah, liberal. Thank you. Liberal. <laughs> no, it is the liberal. Liberals. Just with the last A chopped out yeah. of it. It's liberal. Yeah, liberal. I remember that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the game that Chris is playing. I played some of it. You should get back to that. I, I was sh- loving watching it I play. would love to get back to it. I just am a failure. 
Well, maybe we can sit on the couch today and you can play some uh, some Trails in the Sky. And so this is actually really good for you because you don't have to play Crossbell before you play Cold Steel. No, I, I have to play all the games in order. I was told by a man on the internet. And so you will actually get to play all of the games in order. So the internet man was right. Okay, good. He's not actually right. I know well, who you're talking whatever. about. We watched that video together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is really helpful to have these games. And in fact, the nice thing is, is you can actually play these two crossbow games that are coming out, which is like mid-2022 and then the start of 2023. You can play them between Cold Steel 2 and uh, two and 3 as well. Because yes. the way that the plot works is like, you have the three Trails in the Sky games. Anna. And then concurrently, you Anna. have Crossbow 1 and 2 and Cold Steel Anna. 1 and 2. What? I have a secret for you. This I'm is boring and we should move on? I'm probably never going to play these games. Okay. Let's be real. <laughs> as much as I would like to. <laughs> sad. All right. We're done with the news. Time for new releases. Oh, wait, no, that's... Um... We didn't even get into the amount of salt over, like, waifus. Oh. oh, why are people angry about it, Kelly? Tell me. Oh, God. One of well, the main what... characters in the new game is married, and therefore the men can't thirst after her. What? No, what's their actual complaint? No, that is the complaint. No, that's, that's not a that's complaint. A complaint. <laughs> that's, that's, that's No, stupid. I'm telling you, Chris, that's the complaint. Why? What? Get a job. <laughs> Please go outside and touch some grass. <laughs> because you clearly need to come back down to earth. Oh, man. Anyways, new releases. I thought there was some big controversy and that was it. <laughs> yep. Kelly got me well, wall wound up for like well, something to be angry about. And that's the problem. Well, the other controversy is that they're mad that they can't lust over adult fee yet. What is that? No. What? What? So there is a... so much wrong with what you've just said on so many levels that you are lusting after a child currently that you want someone to justify your current illegal lust by aging up the child that you can't continue to, that you recognize that this is wrong yet you are clearly saying you're going to do it anyway that you I'm... can't supplant this lust for fee because the other characters <clears throat> married already I hate the internet what's coming out this Cr week Chris, anime the game was a mistake. It was. Oh, that was Osir's Wrath. That's not. That's no mistake. Oh no, Cold Steel is absolutely anime the game. Oh, no, that's anime the Robert Jordan series. Yeah, <laughs> Robert Jordan, the animated series. Who's gonna so, be? I don't the, know um, what is coming out. Who's gonna be the um um the Brandon Sanderson to come? save trails nope 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 nope, nope. all right sword of <laughs> legends online is launching july 9th for pc for 39.99 and up depending on which bonuses that you want to invest in this is an mmo from china glitch factory and east bird games announces the action rpg no place for bravery is coming q4 2021 the game will be released on nintendo switch and pc via steam for 20 dollars. idea factory international has announced the north american and european release date for the nintendo switch version of dragon star varner Game will come on consoles August thirty August third, twenty twenty one. Physical editions are available for pre-order for limited run games. Right now, with copies to go on sale on the Idea Factory International North American Online Store July sixth. This is the one where a knight's rescued by a witch and drinks some dragon blood or something, and then they they're a powerful witch now themselves or something. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yeah. 
Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. All right, Focus Home Interactive and Spiders has announced that Greedfall Gold Edition is releasing for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series XS on June 30th, 2021. The Gold Edition includes all the DVESP Conspiracy expansion, which also launches for PC, PS4, and Xbox One on June 30th. Coming out this week. Woo. Um, so we missed one last week, and I, I want to talk about it. Yeah. Because I'm annoyed. Why? Well, um... A, a game that I kickstarted came out this week. What's that? Sunhaven. What's Sunhaven? Sunhaven is an action RPG farming game, kind of in the same vein as, like, say, Rune Factory. So it's out on PC. It's coming out on Switch later. And I was fine with waiting for Switch, but here's the problem. There's no controller support in the PC version. Ooh. And, like... Who wants to play a farming game without controller support? Well, PC players. No. I, I but no, like, they don't. It <laughs> it blew my mind. I honestly had never thought until this week to ask if it was going to have controller support. Mm -hmm. And then the game hit, and I was thinking about buying it later in the day, and I flipped over to the Discord. You said you pre you. I I kickstarted it. it, and I chose a switch code. Oh, and you were gonna buy it on. I the... was gonna buy it on PC. Okay. And then I flipped over to the Discord, and someone says, "Oh, there's no controller support." And I'm just like, what? Like, what? really? What? <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'm not going to buy it. Well, good thing you asked for the Switch version. Yeah. And so I'm I'm just. Oh, it's still out in early access. Yeah, it? it's an EA it's, title. It's not out. Yeah. So, and it's a good thing because it's really broken. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's no uh, more broken than an well, early access so this game. So this is an early access game. That yes. doesn't count. Well, this they decided last so, so so here's the thing. Yeah. They were going to have the full release come out at the end of May because that's oh. when they said that the Kickstarter was the Kickstarter, the whole premise of the Kickstarter is, "Hey, we have a game. It's 99% done. We need the funding to finish it. It's ju lied. it's January now. It's going to come out in May." They lied. Or November now. It's Either that or 1% takes so a they, long they, time. It does. No, the last 20% of the game takes 80% no, of the time. You said 99%. That's yeah, that's what they left. claimed. But also, yeah, yeah no. Uh, they lied and Chris, it takes forever. Polish. Under promise, <sighs> under delivered. Yeah. That's so, my motto. Well, they, they ended up over promising because here's the deal is when they decided to delay the May release date, they said one of the reasons we're delaying this is because we've decided to put in the things that we had as stretch goals that didn't get met. So we're delaying it for a month, and it'll be out June I have, 25th. I have so many problems with that statement. I know. And I saw the writing on the wall at that point. I'm like, there is no way this is coming out feature complete in a month. And then, like, two weeks ago, they were like, all right, guys, it's coming out definitely for sure June 25th, but it's going to be an early access title, and we're not going to work on the Switch port until we get three or four patches deep. Okay. The Switch version is delayed, too. Yes. And so it was like, they're very honest in their messaging. Whatever. But also... Screw this game. <laughs> I think they have no idea what it takes to actually port a game to the console because they're like, oh, release? yeah, <laughs> we're just going to port it to the console and it'll be out two or three weeks later. And I'm like, excuse File, me? File, export to Switch. Yeah, no, you guys clearly <laughs> don't understand how lot Unity works. just does it. <laughs> Well, number one, yeah, there's no right click and port to switch. Number two, unless they have some sort of magical pre-lot, they are not going to submit a game and have it out in two or three weeks. 
That is not how no. lot check works. Especially that is not, not how first, ratings work. Not your first lot check either. No. And like I maybe if they have a publisher that they're like hiding in their back pocket, like maybe they've, uh, or maybe that they're working with like Blitworks well, or. If that. that's true, they're lying by saying they're not already working on the switchboard. Yes. So. Like maybe if they have like PH3 in their back no, pocket no, or something. let's stop but giving like, them the benefit of the doubt. They're either lying or they're wrong. And neither is good. <laughs> harsh but true like it can't be they can't have it both ways the things you've stated are impossible unless they're already working on it with a publisher or having another person do it which they haven't admitted to which means they're lying or the they take it at face value and they're wrong sorry yeah i just don't like calling people wrong but they're wrong they but you know they're wrong you're pretty much getting into exactly why i don't kickstart games hey anyway we look forward to a patched version on PC that has controller support and or Anna's incoming Switch version, and then she'll let you know if it's a good game. Yes. Other things coming out this week. This guy is six defines of destiny on the Switch. Woohoo! Is that just a Switch game? Yeah. Yeah. It's just Switch, Switch in North America and Europe. All right. It's not I mean, it's going to be PC later, obviously. Sure. And then it'll come out with an improved version that has DLC. Yep. Included, right? So yeah. there was Usually. a PS4 version in Japan, but the PS4 version is not being released overseas. Sure. But yep. also the Switch version is really sludgy looking. It does not look pretty. Why well, you guys got to tell me this? I my my collector's <laughs> edition is in the mail I'm right sorry. now. I don't, Kelly, maybe maybe you shouldn't kickstart games. <laughs> oh wait, you only pre-ordered this. <laughs> not, Chris, there's no there's, difference. No, Chris, there's a di- no. there's a difference. Yeah. She can sell I, this I, if she doesn't like it. What's the difference, yes. Kelly? She can sell it if yeah. she doesn't like it. Yeah, because right. this yeah. isn't early access. This is complete, so they say. <laughs> so they say, Kelly. I mean, it's, I'm not it's, convinced. <laughs> it's one of those things where um, some mainstream art, some mainstream site put out a review for it, which I think might have broken the embargo. Um, and then Kotaku got a hold of the review and blew it up. Well, whatever. It's it, it still looks like a finished sky game. You'll either like it or you won't. And uh, that is that. And it's coming out this week on June 29th. Greedfall Gold Edition we talked about earlier. That's out this week. RuneScape, okay. not the old school version. Because that's already out. RuneScape, new RuneScape is this coming is, to mobile. This is the bad RuneScape coming into mobile. Or it's out on mobile now. So that's the thing. And console versions of the Dungeon of Nihilbuk, the Amulet of Chaos, is out. This is the one that Felicia Day does the voice acting. Uh, she does one of the characters, yes. And that's previously PC only, now on consoles. Uh, new early access dates, Live by the Sword Tactics enters early access on June 23rd, or entered early access on June 23rd. You ever looked at this, Anna? This yeah, looks like I, Tactics. I have it tactics. on my wish list because yeah. I want it when it's done. It is not done yet, I tell you that much. Or if it is, they're 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 real close, but falling short of the mark. Um, but perhaps in a cool, still fun way. So anyway, go check it out. It's so tactics looking. It's very intriguing. If um, if they pull this off, this could be real good. And if they don't, it'll be real shame. But at least they tried. And I appreciate trying for this. Okay. Editorial content. We have a Legend of Mana remastered review. We have a Yakuza remastered collection review. Which is cool because it got quoted by people that localized the game and the tweet went really far. Hey, cool. Um, Pascal did that one. Um, Metopia Switch review. Dayland. D-E-I-Land? Dayland? Dayland, I think it is. Okay. 
I don't know that one. All right. It is a farming action RPG. All right. In a tiny world. Yep. All right. Death Trash Impression. Um, Glitched Impression. Yeah, we talked about this earlier in the... Okay. Yep. And RP Gamer's Summer Game Fest E3 Showcase Highlights. What? People liked stuff from the E3 week. Oh, cool. Nice. And they talk about which things right. that they liked. Yay. Pinion piece. I love it. Somebody liked chaos, apparently. I hate chaos. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I hate chows. Hey, Kelly, did you watch the Sonic concert? Um, I have. I watched a little bit of it. I have it saved um, in my songs playlist on YouTube that I plan on listening to later. Cool. I heard it was amazing. Hey, Sonic's coming to Minecraft. Yeah. Oh, oh, I bought that. I wasn't very happy with it. Is that only in the new in the new Minecraft or is it in the old Minecraft too? It was is in the Switch version of Minecraft and the problem is that they're they were trying to do sonic controls in Minecraft's oh, engine no. and it doesn't work. Okay. Mm. So that that's forty dollars I'll never get back, but hey, forty dollars? Well yeah, thirty thirty dollars for the game and ten oh, for the DLC. Okay. You didn't have that version of Minecraft yet. All right. No, yeah. she plays the old one with she mods played, on yeah, the, the PC. The moddable one. Yeah. Yes. The good one. Well, <laughs> at, at least I got Minecraft on Switch now for when I'm bored. Yay. It's the nicest thing I'll ever say about a Java based product, Anna. Okay, fine. <laughs> I can accept that. <laughs> Oh, don't tell my coworkers. I'm known for hating <laughs> Java. At work. All right, uh, <laughs> that's it for editorial content. Repeat the question of the week. I'm not supposed to read that part out loud. How long are you willing? Oh, wait. I actually rephrased this, so I hope it's more <laughs> accurate. Um, how long are you willing to wait to play a newly announced remaster or re-release of a game you're currently interested in playing that's obtainable through other means, like an older version or a fan translation, etc.? At least I think that's what you're going for. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Right. Whew. Because otherwise, I'm like, you've already been waiting three years. What's another year? <laughs> I'm assuming you're very interested in the new re- remake I was mean, just announced. <laughs> I mean, I hit the brakes on the PSP versions just because those are kind of jank anyway. Mm. And I'm not that far into them. So I'm I'm happy to wait for the official release so that I could play it on a console that I like, like the Switch. I think that's a different question, though, when like they announced a much better version than the bad version you're already playing. Well, of course the reason that it's jank is because the fan <laughs> translation was inserted yeah. into it. I, yeah. I think that makes jank, it an easier question. It's but... not jank in a vacuum. It's not like the original game was sucky, but right. when you add in a fan cause... translation, you can't cook. Mm. Yeah, it, it's like Josh is like, nope, I'm still going. I'm having fun. <laughs> I yeah, may I or may not have downloaded talking about <laughs> crossbow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I may or may not have downloaded the geofront patches before they disappeared for no other reason than they add a colorblind mode to Pom Pom Party. Oh, they pulled down the fan patches now that the localizations are announced. Yes, is that how that works? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, especially if they sold them to them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess it makes that, sense. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. So I hope you. I hope you got your fan patch when you did. No, it's okay. I think in this case, like the new version, uh, whatever. Write in. Tell us what we should think. Um, that's it. If you'd like to send your feedback, uh, just put it in the show thread. 608-729-4098 if you want to text us or Twitter. Look for the, the prompt throughout the week if that happens still. I don't know if it does. Fine. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Dale North, for our music. What are you going to play this week, Kelly? Thanks for cast for our recording. Um... Probably Disgaea 6 and more near. Josh. 
Uh, I'm gonna play some Mario Golf. Anna Marie. Um, I'm I'm gonna spaz it up again, and I think I'm gonna be playing the Final Fantasy VII remake and Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise and Dark Deity and I the Somnium Files. Same things you've been playing the past week. Uh, I have to finish something. What about this Mario Golf? You're not gonna play it? I asked. Remember, it's on the list. Oh, of of games you didn't get for your birthday? No, it's games that I asked for for my birthday. Yeah, from your let's family. just assume they're not going to get them. For well, you. and eh, no, we did that at Christmas time, and it made Gina really mad. Okay, the um <laughs> the 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 Mario Golf hasn't been reviewing that well, has it? Um, it it's been it's a little all mixed. over the place. Okay, yeah, it's a little mixed. Right. Um, the problem is, is oh right, we've... it was Dark Alliance that didn't review no. well. Oh. Um, the problem with Mario Golf is I think a lot of people that reviewed it didn't play very much of it because a bunch of the reviews that came out had factually incorrect information what? in it. Never seen that before. Uh-oh. All right. And then finally, I'm and gonna of course, play... one of them was IGN. Yeah, and I'm going to play. Don't call out competitors. So, um, I... I'm sorry. We are not a competitor to IGN. Don't call but out. But also, I kind of wish they would stop stealing don't... Our reviews. <laughs> well, they don't yeah. do that anymore. That was IGN Spain and one guy. Um, it was a pathological Yeah, the, the fourth <laughs> time it was IGN Spain. But yeah, that was not the first time they've no, stolen our reviews. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm still reeling it. What was wrong with Dark Alliance? Was it just buggy? It's bad. Apparently, you don't want to play it single player. Apparently, it's... Okay. I, You know, Kelly, Kelly the reviews, honestly, it, it's one of those games that's so bad, the reviews have trouble putting it into words in a way that you understand other than this whole experience must have been garbage for them to say things like what they're saying right now. So um, it's on game pass though. If you have game pass, give it a try and friends. The one thing that every review agrees upon, whether their score is high or low, don't play it single player. This is, this is a bad game. And thus it, and since it's multiplayer play it with other people that will make it more fun just by the nature of having other people around. I was just curious if it was like cyberpunk bad and that it was broken. Do you or have like... Game Pass? We could play. No. Okay. No. Josh has Game Pass. I have Game Pass. He does, but he's, he's too smart to play this game. Chris! <laughs> <laughs> I'm too smart. To... I, I don't have an Xbox. Oh, we should fix that. We should get all four of us with Game Pass and Xbox. Let's, let's do this. Let's have our hey, little you... multiplayer podcast group. Hey, you want to buy me an Xbox One? You go right ahead. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to play uh, more Mario and Rabbids this week, hopefully wrapping that up. And um, am I going to play anything else? Oh, Anna's going to try and get me to play more Trails in the Sky, but I don't think that'll, that'll happen. That'll be your JRPG July game. I think I'm going to play this super epic game. That looks fun to me. So yeah, that, that that's like 10 hours of your time and it's fun. Yeah, I like that. I downloaded Hypnospace Outlaw on my laptop. Why? So that we could play it together. What? Oh. Was that the RPG or a, a visual novel? No, Hypnospace Outlaw is the one where you're going over 90s websites. I got it confused with oh. the other one that I don't think she'd like. But this one I do want to play with her. Um, but on a TV, because I'll... Okay. Is it on Game Pass? I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> I, I own it like... This podcast ones. is sponsored by Game Pass. And Hypnospace <laughs> Outlaw. They really should start paying us. All right. Thanks, they have everybody. They pay so many people. Everyone says that thing's a good deal, yeah. Kelly. Yeah, really. <laughs> All 
All right. Thanks, everybody. Oh, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Pacific, noon Eastern. Thanks for watching, listening, or whatever. Thanks, Catch Josh. us right here thanks, live Kelly. at twitch.tv slash rpgamer or download Thank the podcast you. at rpgamer.com and go to the podcast section or your favorite podcast catcher of choice, um, the iTunes store, whatever. This thing's free. Don't pay for it. If you if you paid money for it, you got ripped off. Um, it's a reference to something. All right. Fan dubbed anime. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I know I've seen that before. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. We are not sponsored by Manscaped, and I don't want to be because that's creepy. Talking about buying your dad male grooming supplies? No. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> a terrible. No. This Who came up with Day, that ad? Let your dad know that he is a hairy arse and no! he should fix that. <laughs> Manscaping. Thank you.